You do. Well, we, she, it doesn't say how paralyzed. Maybe, like, hey, may, you, maybe she's paralyzed from the neck up. <laughs> well, then, how in the fuck? Why is she going on that? Who is with her? Who is with her pushing her onto a hot air balloon? Maybe she wanted to die. Maybe she's going to live plan. the rest of her life in a wheelchair. Well, wait, wait, wait. How about you throw the wheelchair off? That saves everybody. There we go. All right. Here's the deal. We got to end on that. It's a custom made wheelchair, so there's Fuckers yeah. are really yeah. Yeah. right. That's a right. good point. Yeah. Is this live. like one of them Stephen Hawking ones with you the know, joystick? Oh, that yeah. wants it for fucking presents. Yeah. 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 All right. Good. <laughs> Go by. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast, the home of sports gambling, entertainment, and whatever the hell else has gone on this week. So pull up a seat by the fire, crack open a cold one, and make sure to get your bets in. Welcome to the Pine Room. This episode is sponsored by our good friends at IC Cab. Whether you're in the Ohio Valley, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Columbus, Morgantown, or Charleston, you've seen the cars around. IC Cab provides a simple transportation service for all your transportation needs, be it a ride to the Pittsburgh airport, because we all know it's cheaper than parking, corporate transportation, courier services, or just a ride home from the local bar, IC Cab is your way to roll. To book your next ride, call 304-232-1313 or schedule a future ride at iccab.com slash contact. Then all you got to do is fill out some info and boom, you got a ride coming your way. Oh, all right, that's me. Give him a call. Tell the Pine Room sent you. All right, hello everyone, and welcome into the Pine Room Podcast, episode sixty-nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, oh. nice. Champ would laugh at that. <laughs> you just made me blush. Tom. Yeah, episode sixty-nine, one away from seventy. Holy macaroni, well, we made it. Episode set. Well, we haven't made it yet. I guess I don't know if seventy is quite a landmark. Yeah, was seventy like your goal? I don't know. So, he I said mean, that when we got to like forty <laughs> or twenty-two. Yeah, it's like, like we made it. Like, all right, that's it. Close up shop. Yeah, it was like a weird number. He said that. I remember that. It was yeah. like forty-five or something. Oh, we made it. Yeah. Once we make it to a hundred, then it just then we really pack it in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Had a good day today on the radio. I uh, talked to um, uh, Matt and Jarrett's boy Cody, Cody Duncan, Duncan, and uh, my guy. We I, we had a, a brief, a brief. Uh, yeah, I know we didn't get to have very long. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Mike. Um, Mike McNeil. Yeah, Mike McNeil. He was uh, he made it deep into the uh, World, World Series, Series of Poker. Of poker. Yeah, he's yeah. a pro poker player and a pro gambler. I've known him for a while. He's friends with my brother and a lot of his friends. So huh. central kid. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's pretty he's pretty into the gambling scene. He definitely so. yeah. fits the uh, look of. A oh yeah, he got came in. He came in. The look, the shades. He's yeah. But he's very. He's an interesting fellow, and uh, yeah. yeah, he's a he's a good interview. And definitely. that's truly what he does. Yeah, that's professional gambler. Wow. He said when I got to go to work, and yeah. he says most of my work's online, and I was like, oh, well, it must be like a my do some like consulting or something. He goes, no, nah, I got to you know study the NFL, get ready yeah. for that, and then play in oh, poker wow. tournaments online. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be a crazy. It's like, a fun it? job. Yeah. It's a, that's a high. It's like a high octane. Like that's such a 
Um, you know, there's so many ups and downs. People think that's oh, all fuck. like very uh, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like some luxurious lifestyle yeah. you live. It's a grind out for yeah, these well, guys. It's be and, stressful. Like, like I, I mean, and and uh, I mean, I don't want to ask Mike about that, but like he, I mean, he was up like super. I mean, he may have had a million dollar win at one point uh, way yeah. back, probably ten years ago, and then you hit hard times, and then it's like you're you're struggling for anything. So here's my thing. And not, I mean, I don't know anything about the pro gambling world, but right. if you go up a million dollars, why do you keep doing it? It's like a drug dealer. Yeah, you, say you have to. What else are you going to do? If I, mean, I can make a million that easy, why can't I make another million? It's right. how it is. It's, this, yeah, I, don't think then, I don't think our minds are, are also wired like that. And the either. lifestyle that they live, it's it's a lifestyle that requires some money, like in some capital. So some guys have investors, you know, other guys go partners. Uh, but he does sports and the card games. So, and then he's made it to pretty far in World Series a few times. Won some big poker tournaments around the country online. So yeah, he's had a successful run. But I mean, even he'll tell you you'll hit skids like where you. Ooh. One of my ears just went. To the ears. I feel like I'm in an airplane. Uh, it sends my equilibrium. Yeah, off. keep talking. Well, no, don't start getting a rash now. But yeah, yeah, that's that's tough. People think that's just oh, I'd love to be a pro gambler. Well. It's not for I'd everybody, like and it's really hard. And you, uh, yeah, you have to be able to shake things off pretty quickly. And, Oop, and now it went back. It went back. We lost it just again. A tiny bit. Though. Yeah, that's weird. It, it, it wasn't as bad this time, but yeah. Anyway, we, Mike only got to join us for about fifteen minutes because he got stuck in traffic from the highlands. But uh, we'll have him back on at some point. Yeah, we were. Me and Jub just went to uh, went to lunch, dinner, and we got caught in it again. It's amazing, mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. The traffic here. Good now. Yeah. We got our ears back. Yeah, it sounds. Chipotle. Yeah, we're back. sticking with us. So. Oh yeah, Chipotle. Yep. So could you honestly? It's my, could you it's guys my ritual. Do it? Could you guys do it? Like be I mean, a pro game. I think it sounds like fun, but I agree with Matt. It'd I don't be think such no. a roller coaster ride. I think it, I don't. Nope. I would imagine those guys. It would, obviously, they probably haven't been able to do a study, but I, it would be nice to do a study because I guarantee their life expectancy isn't great. Yeah, no, and the no. pressure. Oh. And I mean, I'm sure they've had like a lot of suicides. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that just get underwater so badly, mm-hmm. they, whether they owe people money or they borrow. Because I mean, a lot of guys do. They'll get staked by people. People Whoa. invest in their talent. In the, in the card game is one thing. Is in and I don't know enough about i mean mike seems like he's a pretty good player so I, I again i'm not a poker person so i don't know a whole lot about it but uh as far as the sports park goes i mean that's really hard to me it's like being I, on the other side of that i see uh, man it is not an easy thing to do to me when i hear pro gambler the only word that sticks out to me is gambler because i mean really what, you think they just sit at a slot machine not like that oh, okay. but i mean like to me i feel like you're never gonna be up like unless you like you're never um, and, and even if you do get up you just go right small percentage right back to the to the there grind. are some guys that do make livings in it um but yeah. it's it's not for everybody and yeah, it takes is, a lot of discipline and that's where people that's, can really that, get into trouble that's a key word is i think we talked about this before but there was a lady that um she was like a multi-millionaire for something she uh, i could be wrong on what she did but let's just say real estate or something She's a multimillionaire, and she got hooked on gambling and blew it all, and she lives in some shitty apartment in, like, Philly. <laughs> and she was like... <laughs> they were all shitty. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, that, that, to me, it's just... I, I couldn't... To me, I, my brain doesn't make sense of, if I have money, why would I Why would I hunt for that, that 
no guarantee of getting it. Like I, I competition would, plays a role in this too, yeah, especially in the true. card world. You're yeah. trying to beat people that maybe you don't like. Like Jared, you were saying, those guys get rival rivals. Yeah, I'm, have just issues a cutthroat. With each other. I feel, but like. a lot of it's kind of like pro wrestling. They may not like dislike the guy really, but they kind of just play a character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, I get you're it, smart though. Well, and it really is. You are smart. No, at the end of the day. Your your methodology is correct. Well, and I people I, aren't wired correctly. And I'm even I'm, guilty. I'll like even. like I'll go into the casino. Like we went on the cruise, and you know you get you go up like on a machine, and and I rarely play machines anymore because I know that I'll never win on them. But um, then you go up and you see that big number, and you're like, well, you know, it's not really my money yet. You might as well see what you can do. Then and then you go, well, let's play down. To, let's play down ten bucks. Then it's twenty. Then it's fifty. Do then it's down to hundred. Like huh? you have a number that you hit where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm done playing. Like, give like, me an example. You're like, in with a hundred bucks. What do you? I don't have understand. To, how much do you have playing. to get up to where you're like, okay, I'm done playing? I mean, if I get up two hundred, if I get up a hundred, if I come in with a hundred and I win a hundred, I'm good with that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not worried. Like, like the wifey would do the same thing. She would be perfectly fine with like fifty or hundred bucks. She's wife. I'm like, we're up, yeah. like riding. Yeah. I'm the crackhead. Like, fuck See, that. Let's go. Yeah. The way I think is like, if I win a hundred bucks, that hundred dollars I got is free money. I agree. And with I, you. I just you try to use that. So for you play. Night. What if you're down five hundred and you walk out with a hundred? Yeah. Do you feel like you lost? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So I'm down. 500? Yeah. Like you, you invested five hundred. You're you're down five hundred at the time, but then you win a hundred right before you leave. Like no, you no. feel like you're ahead because yeah. I, I mean some, yeah, some of some of your guys some, buddies I think no. have a, yeah. say they're, they're ahead. See like even like going in and I put a and this it sounds so cheap but like I put a fresh twenty dollar bill in and then I play it down to nothing or like I like for instance when we when we play the table and when I came over to the island a couple weeks ago I it was the fifteen dollars hands. And I put a hundred dollars in, and within five hands, I was Boom, I gone. was gone, and I yeah. felt sick in my stomach. I was like, "That's a, I, you know, I could do." With Didn't even bucks. have fun, right? No, I mean, I was like, but I mean, I, like we played at the the on the cruise, and I went up a couple hundred yeah, bucks on be, the. We can be on the blackjack table for hours sometimes. Yeah, yeah I don't that, know. That, I'm not a card me, and machine guy. To, to me, to I me, like I like blackjack is the fun to me like i think if you when you get on a, a, a table with your all of your friends i think like i could sit there for hours and hours like and not even think about money really just because i'm having so much fun with my friends which that sometimes that's a negative pro, pro, i know which is not really a good thing yeah because you you say well i'm up but yeah. my friends are still playing yeah you want to keep playing with all your buddies <laughs> yeah you're, yeah you're up See, 300 i like, like we know. actually do something and it's it, it's cheap as well but i when we go on my trip in march we all just pour our money together and either have one person play the cards. i like that so we're all one team because oh, cool. i have no skills whatsoever i'd prefer to give it to somebody that did like or I'd, even the machines like you're and we're all we all look like fucking probably re- <laughs> 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 uh, we're all fucked up let me this, mark that time exactly that time i'm really bad about that i <laughs> That that's all right. Much that's all right. Um, but you, you're I mean, a, a few years ago, Jeff, no one would even yeah, thought yeah, twice about it. But I'm not, Nor I, should they now. I need to be. I need to get better. Um, <laughs> but uh, you're sitting all around the machine, drinking and smoking cigars, and we're, we're all pulling the yeah. hand. I mean, it's yeah. dumb, but it's fucking fun. That's and fun. one thing we found out was that, like, if you if you have a full table of guys, and especially on a cruise when you're you're you know locked in with people for however long, especially casino locked where in. where like. All the adults basically go it towards the end of the night because that's kind of the cool place to be. 
if we start hooping and hollering, you start to build kind of a crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you're playing on the table, you're like, all right, let's give them a little show. Let's, let's throw a little more money in. I always wonder how those cruise ships for the casinos don't get robbed like every single uh, boat trip. Uh, I mean, they had to take a lot of money out there with them. It's yeah, a, yeah, it's it's a, a I mean, I, I don't know. Unless they helicopter it in and off. I don't know. Maybe they do. But I, I, you know what? I bet they do. That's a really good I'm sure they probably up. do at certain ports. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, just, I don't know why nobody ever made a movie or the tried to rob one of those. I never thought about that. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, you're you're exposed. You could have you could have all kind of options. But Pirates. Maybe we'll plan that. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's that's. First I don't know. I guess it would be ship. kind of tough. Be like to William Kidd. Cruise ship. Exactly. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> end not like caught. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I I like running. I like going up a little bit, and then I'm cool with. Do you like the tables better than the machines? Yeah. Well, I didn't at first. I used to like slots just because the flashing and the funny, and you you, you know you get to, you see the big bonuses and. That was fun for a little bit, and then you realize you literally have no control over anything. Whereas blackjack, yeah. even though you don't really have control, you kind of feel you kind of feel like you have a little more you a little control. Bit. You have a little bit more say in the game. Yeah. yeah, your odds of winning there are better than yeah. if you know how to play. Yeah, than the slot machines. The slot machines are actually good for teams. Like what you guys should try next time you're there is that casino open twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. You guys should have one of you guys playing the machine for 24 straight hours. Just keep going. Listen, uh, there's guys that write books on it and said they they have teams that will go in on certain machines, especially those ones where the jackpots pile up, those progressive ones, and they'll have teams. So you're on eight hours. Jarrett comes in. He does his eight. Cooley comes in, does his eight. I do my eight. Jeff does his eight. Now you got to have the capital to be able to keep turning it. But he he, he said that is the only way that you'll win. And these pro guys – Plan it out, map it out across the town. They know what machines hit at what rates, and then they go attack them as a group. How much money do you think you'd burn through in eight hours? Eight hours? Oh, my God. 100K? <laughs> oh, I'd be More bad. It'd be bad. Because I'm a max bet kind of guy. You know, I, I don't think if, if you don't bet money, you're not going to win money. I'll never forget. And, Nick, I'm calling you out. You can come on here and talk some more. Yeah. But I remember he, I think, I can't remember where it was, but he had a good chunk of change. And he, we left. We split off different ways, and I'm. It was not. It was not five minutes. And he came back, and he was like, and I said, I said, how'd you do? And he, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about? See, you talk about um, why can't people just walk away? So what about? I'll give you this scenario, not this horrible example, but like cocaine. Somebody said to you that you could sell cocaine for a year, make millions of dollars, millions of dollars, but you still have the chance. You could be set up for life, quote unquote, yep, yep. but you still have the chance in that year's time to get busted by the cops. Would you take the chance and roll the dice for the year and so start slinging rock? So you're saying within the year, I have, I'm guaranteed within that year, if I go the whole year to be set up for life. For set up for but life. But within that year, I also have a chance. Getting killed, getting. Nah, I'm out. Getting killed, killed getting robbed. robbed yeah. That scale. That, sca- that whole drug lifestyle scares me more me with other drug dealers like being hunt like we saw what happened here in, in wheeling it out like that scares me more than the law like and i'm terrified of the I law agree with that but but other people with inside of it like borrowing money you know encroaching on someone else's territory that scares me more than, than yeah. anything that's yeah, big too lawful exactly yeah because yeah. i don't want i don't street want street like, law i get home and like evie's heads in the mailbox now what if you what if you what if you were back in the times where you were uh connected to like organized crime and mob uh, syndicate would that still bother you too yeah, i'd hate it because you'd be worried if you fucked up you're done and, yeah and that's scary every, that, that part would bother me horrifying. the worst it, worse than getting caught and you're never out if you're if right. if you are oh if if you owe somebody a favor 
that never ends. That right, you're never out never until ends. you're dead or yeah. in witness protection. So around the room, Mr. Cooley, a uh, year set up for life. You definitely would. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think I would. I just don't think it's worth it. Because I, I live a solid life now, so I don't think I really need to. No reason to. Yeah, I, get that. I agree. I, I don't. I'm not risking it. I, I can't. Yeah. I like my life too much. Job. I get that. I definitely. I feel like what you, about you, Jeff? You, you know what? I think I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'd ponder it. Wait, am I, oh, I would too. Pondering? I would too. Yeah, it would be I'm, actually a, it would be a hard decision to say no. You say yeah. I'm set up for life, but like. What's the definition am of I, set up for Yeah, life? like, am I a billionaire? Like, That's a good point. That's it. If, if it's just that's, like, I don't have to worry about rent. Well, if it's there. just $10 million. You are right. Set up for life is relative to the individual. So that's right. a very good point. So I, um, I $100 million. Like, Champ could live million. on 100000 for his life. Yeah. I'm Hundred million. I hate to say this, oh, but I think I'd be in. Hundred million, and that's, million, that's a little I different. I think I'm yeah. in. I'm trying to sling some. I mean, kids, you don't have to. You can still do things smart, yeah, somewhat yeah. smart. Yeah. I'd like to think that I would challenge myself to be able to do it without getting caught. But I agree. the The problem with me would be the bothering someone else that's in yeah, the same yeah. sector. And here, here, the good thing about us though is is we're pretty unsuspecting. Like if I if somebody said, "Hey." Jeff Doyle's the biggest Coke dealer in the Northern Panhandle. Yeah, or he's like got the Northern Luke up there boxing up fucking bricks right now. That's what like he's doing all summer. Drop. All right, son, let's go. We got to get this oh, done by fall. You know back to cool school. This show just cut off right now. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's, that's it. it. Or you just saw like a flashbang come. Ting, ting, ting. Is that what? That's probably why my dad got bit when he came in. At 100%. Guard we were, dogs. We were doing dime bags of Coke. Right. And yeah. I did. They know better. Yeah, you don't the, fuck the with the products. Docs and Mafia. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's a tough call, but to piggyback because I do think that that's the problem is everybody gets hungry. Nobody can say, okay, I'm going to set off for a year. Those guys never leave in time, right? (laughs) Exactly. So nobody does that. But if people were smart, uh, well, actually, that's not true because I just listened to his songs on the way down. You remember Master P? Yeah. Remember he was one of the biggest crack dealers. He quit doing it. He saved his money. Did it the right way and got out of the game. (laughs) Quote unquote. I know whatever the hell that means. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's an oxymoron right I there. feel like you'd be a ch- totally changed person after that year, though. I feel like you'd be... Because I'm going to be living the life. I feel like you'd be in the hunt now. Like, you'd you'd you'd, you'd hunger for that now. Like It's probably not wrong, though. Once you got to that 100,000, it's let's, let's get to 100, or 100 million. You'd say, let's get to a billion. You'd be like, oh, that's, let's go. When's enough enough? What could I do with 100 million? Who like, just- even tonight, the mega millions. I think it's absolutely absurd. I mean, good for the person, but 1.5 billion... What the fuck are we doing? Like, really, at the end of the day, why can't we? Job's upset. Well, no, that's I'm just only saying, half. What, <laughs> I think at the other day, shouldn't they do something where you you enrich twenty people? Like, you yeah, split? it I seems mean, like it seems just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, really they does. could be able to tax twenty people more than they could tax one, but. You know, that's a good point, too. So, man, you would figure they would do that, then, because whatever they can do to get more money for the government program. I would like to see where all that money goes, like the half that doesn't go to the person if they don't choose the the lump sum. In the states, I don't know how they divide it up, but, like, in in West Virginia, they claim it goes to senior drugs and, like, pharmaceutical care and stuff. I don't think I bought it. Yeah, a little education. Matt's favorite topic, the roads. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, repair those roads, baby. Yep. I just yeah. saw that. I think it's coming down from the Highlands. There's a sign that says, Paid "Like for. your your tax dollars yeah. are going to the roads," and it shows like West Virginia is like a hundred million or so, and then like Ohio, it shows like compares to Ohio is like ten million or something like that. Because I guess they like don't uh, they don't have tax. Well, according to the mayor, taxes. we interviewed him on Friday. He 
everything's coming along well. So things will be yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. We'll just have to take his word for it. Hey, he was of, all right. Yeah. Though. Speaking of the Italian Fest, had a great time there. Uh, that was a blast. Had a good uh, show there on the radio. Turned out really well. Uh, in the middle of this show, you're going to be hearing from uh, uh, Phil Savaggio, who is a pretty integral part i think i should could say yeah, he's for ic cab yeah the owner and yeah. chief operating officer uh, him and his wife i know that he said in the interview he said he shouldn't be the one talking but yeah, he, he wanted really tate job. blanchard who does all yeah, his publications yeah, really good job. so uh, no, phil was great he's a very laid back cool guy so. yeah you'll hear some parts of the italian fest show and phil's interview uh and who better to have in the middle of the show than the sponsor of this show ic cab give him yeah. a call 304232 uh 1313 that's yeah right. get that yeah we got to memorize now yeah and get that job. app too they just got launched yes, tonight yeah he wanted me to push that pretty hard because he forgot to mention it on the in the in his show you can go online if you need to go somewhere get the app in the apple i the iphone app store or you can go to uh, uh google play android or google play or whatever you use so go I've check it out the um uh, the snippet that you guys put online when you guys were eating. What all did you guys get to eat that day? Oh, God. Well, yeah, what didn't we it was get unreal. to eat? Yeah, it looked like a little smorgasbord, but oh, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Was it good? We had a... It, well, heck, you probably... You, you remember the, the lineup that we Give had? Run yeah, down. we had... Well, so just... I'm going to memorize it from our walk. So we went... Uh, we went all the way through. Yeah, we had to go all the way came, through. Then came back and got what we wanted. So we, we did like oh, a scout and then, okay. then came back through. So first we got... Uh, the Sons of Italy Italian Sausage got three sandwiches for my, myself, uh, him. I think my mom, four sandwiches. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. whatever we uh, and then we went to uh, Giovanni's, who get, who has oh, the God, Giovanni sa- sandwich. That sandwich was the best for I've sure. never had it before. Yeah, I think it was Texas Toast, a hamburger yeah, patty, cheese, marinara, marinara, and marinara. Yeah, it was amazing. It's a really good sandwich. Did you eat all Dude. that stuff on it? Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, boy. Yeah, Jared's coming cool. around. Good. You, you know you can get them at TJ's, right? Oh really? Uh-huh. Yeah, they have them. Uh, the yeah. bread was just—it was nice and buttery. It was—it it yeah, was, it's, it's it was really, really, really. I good. ate it about four bites, and then uh, <laughs> we got stromboli from—I can't remember the place, but they specialize in stromboli. Fucking unreal! Really? <laughs> unreal. Yeah. They had—they had a bunch of different ones, like a meatball stromboli, a sausage stromboli. We got—I think we got regular, which had That's ham, pepperoni, some cheese, and stuff in it. Unreal, really good. So I had that. And then I just went to get it because I, I was in the mood for fries, and I told and I Hannah said I wasn't going to yeah I said I wasn't going to do it. Those the big stands that are like they sell the turkey leg and mm-hmm. the all the gross shit. <laughs> Massive, yeah. Too I big. just got some fries from there, and then my dad got this pile of those chips. Those things are good. Yeah, the chips was like as those, tall as Tom's those thumb. Thin sliced yeah, chips. They yeah. were pretty good. So we got all that. Jarrett and I got a funnel cake. Yeah, I, uh, I ate an entire funnel cake. A fucking feast. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, did you guys go hit the bank before? Well, I'll say this for the for the for what I what was compared from there to Picklesburg up in Pittsburgh, the prices for stuff were very reasonable. Like real reasonable to tie and fest. So I mean, still we 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 spent some bread, but uh, it well, was, I, I it was, made sure that I didn't eat it all that day until until uh, oh, I went down. Out. Well, and I tell you what, this is funny because I I hadn't ate and I had two pine room loggers while we were doing the show. Me and Matt and my yeah. dad were drinking. Mark had about my, six. Yeah, my dad had about six. <laughs> I had Jared, two. I think I might have had three. I had or two. two, and I I'm, I was feeling. I'm like I don't know if it's because I haven't ate or if I'm just a, a bitch, but yeah. I was really feel like I'm like sitting there like, damn, I gotta. You were definitely hungry at that point. I was so yes. hungry. Coach had a, a pine room lager every commercial every, break. Every commercial every break. Every single one, 
every single redo, five breaks. He had one before the show and five during. Yeah, I could. He was so excited. Like, and there's 16 ounces, and I drink pretty fast, so like I was on par. But I'm doing a show. I know because my biggest concern is when you're doing that is when you're drinking, you're going to say fuck. I mean, that is in back of my mind. And oh, I had my, I had it. I was like a hair trigger. I had my hand by that, especially in the later half of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like when uh when uh Bob Traveri was on, and I know my dad talks like oh yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was just ready, just just in case <laughs> I was there yeah, on that hey, button. Breaking news: This might be my favorite news ever. The Pirates have the, ceased to. The exist Texas a... Rangers are acquiring acquiring catcher Austin Hedges from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now, wow, go. he's gone. Oh, I can rejoice. I can finally rejoice. You, my, Cody Duncan, my yeah, arch enemy, and uh, cousin Sam will be happy. About oh this. my gosh! I, I, I just don't know why anybody wanted him. Me, either. he's god awful. <laughs> I mean, he, there's, there's no like, difference well, between me catching and him. No, <laughs> it so was no. I mean, if I mean, if they want his defense in the late innings, I don't even think it's that good. So I, I, don't really I thought I heard Cody say he didn't throw anybody out yet. No, I don't think he had. He hasn't because they won't run on him. I love some of these. Some of these replies are amazing. It says, "Let's fucking." go get the fuck out of here hedges uh there is a god <laughs> Hunter, is that a legit statement he hasn't thrown anybody out this i don't year? believe no. so no maybe one but i like how pirate fans though on the other side of this just to be in the other side act like he was the problem when <laughs> holding the team back yeah he sucks but there are a bunch of guys that suck on their yeah. team yeah. so i could hardly just blame him but anyway jerry congratulations yes. it's a big moment my, in your life my arch enemy your birthday That's present your came a little yes, bit late it did yeah. It did. He is gone to the Rangers too. My goodness, he's going to now. He's going to win a World Series. series. Yeah. Stick it if right here. Yes, if he wins a World Series, I'll I get a jersey. I see. I'll, I will keep this. Uh, this is like a statement. If Austin Hedges wins a World Series with the Rangers, I will buy Austin Hedges jersey. Wow. And I'll wear it. On the him, and, him and Scherzer, Game Seven battery. Yes. That's yeah, what it's you're right. Be. Yeah. yeah, I think you should have to eat your corduroy hat. I'll eat the corduroy <laughs> hat. Eat it. Yes, I'll, I'll eat it. I'll Cut wear it the up. jersey. I'll send a message. I'll I'll make a big video to him and apologize to him. Mm. He'll love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. He'll, he'll be touched. He'll be. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. Drinking back to your statement. Drinking on an empty stomach. Oh. It's the worst. Well, I actually, your dad and I, your your guys' dad and I are a lot on that lines because it is. I do like that, but unfortunately, it doesn't help you later on in the evening. No, at it's all. no. We did it all week in Florida. We kept like we went to like a brunch place, and before we got our food, we were just hammering like these espresso martinis and stuff. And man, my stomach was killing me later on in that day. But it just goes right into your system. You're just hammered immediately. Yeah, it's after a like shooting up. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, we, brutal. Yeah, we're somewhere. And I'm I, my tolerance is down the drain, but we were somewhere and we didn't eat. I can't remember where it was. It might have been on the cruise, and it was like late, early in the afternoon. And I think we took a shot or something, and it just felt like it got went right into my blood. Like it didn't even hit my stomach. It just went like got like right here and <laughs> then just dissolved into my jugular. blood. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a fun, fun time. So yeah, yeah it is. Yes, you it wanted is. to talk about psychosomatic. Well, I, the reason why I was going to ask was because do you believe a hundred? Like you said, uh, you're getting to the point now where you said it's clockwork. Yeah. Uh, this and that, and you used the term. So I wanted to say, do you think that there is a such thing that you're driving some of that? Um, I, I could, I could put some. I, I think that could be a thing. I know that stress, like stress hives, are a thing. Mm-hmm. For any, for, for to fill in context here, I've been breaking out in hives. So if anybody has any t- any uh, answers for me, please send them my way. I, I was getting hives all over my body for no reason. We tried changing detergent, taking off that. I track what I not track, but I loosely track what I eat. And it's not that because I'm 
Like we, it happened in Ocean yeah. City. Well, that's what uh, Jeff. Do you think if it is uh, stress related to some extent, can it also be come up, pop up out of nowhere? Because like you weren't stressed yeah. that time he had well, it there. He might have been stressed because we well, were flying we that, that fucking kite. kite, and he, kite. he yeah. had a breakdown over that. Well, I my, hope not. My thought was maybe it's maybe it's when my heart rate gets up. <laughs> like if if it could be that, maybe, maybe you said it happens at night, right? Yeah. Why is your heart rate? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's something on your clothes. We gotta or get no. Gotta get here's the, the thing, cools, But here's here's the thing. I thought that too, and for two days I didn't wear clothes in the house. I had underwear on, and that was it. And it <laughs> happened. Pictures? Yes, I have pictures. Right, that's what I wanted. Of, in of, in of just underwear? my of just my rashes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, but even Hannah saw it. It, it happened on my legs where where my clothes weren't. So like it happened on my arms, it happened on my like my right. my. Stomach. I don't think it's clothing related. I don't think it is. I either. thought that originally, but then the more you started to give me the information, I don't think it is. I, and this is funny because I had the exact same thing about I had probably six months ago, probably years probably stopped. a month month and a half where I I literally could not figure out. I was almost I, I some nights I was in t- um, in tears almost because I was itching so bad. I would I would scratch my body so hard that I would bleed like. I, I could hardly shower because it would it would burn so bad, See? and then it it, it kind of just it went away. And I went to the doctor, and he said it pro- it could have been that I had an infection or some kind of sickness that that was just kind of lingering. But did, was that before? I just wonder I, if it's like post COVID mutations or something. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, if it is, I wonder if anybody else is that Lyme before or you after around? you had Lyme disease. Oh, after that was after. Yeah, it was six so maybe it was ago. from that. That wasn't that recent, was it? The itchy, yeah, yeah. It was six. It was like six months ago. So I'm, I'm checking. I remember it was the worst. One of the worst it ever was when we went down to the penitentiary. It was horrible. I was, <laughs> I was miserable. So I'm. I mean, I don't get. I I get some good willpower because I don't scratch. Uh-huh. It, they itch like hell, but I don't. I don't. I try yeah. not to scratch them because I think when I get them going, then it like, I, I like get them all over the place. Hmm. But um, to answer your question, it's weird because sometimes when I talk about it. I don't know whether it's just coincidence when I'm talking about like breaking out. They it comes shortly after. Like I was telling somebody about it. I could have been telling Hannah about it. And within within ten minutes happened. I could feel it on my arms and like under my my ribs. So if it starts happening right now, we'll see. <laughs> but I don't know. I think there's a lot. I like, I think I've said it before, but but the, the, I think the human brain is capable of a lot of things. Yeah, I, I would agree. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I actually yeah. stuff we have no idea. I'm a believer in that. I think at the end of the day that if you start overthinking the room, yeah. it's no different that if you feel like dog shit because you're sick or whatever and you keep that thought process, man, I, and you don't try to be a little bit positive, then you're going to feel like dog yeah, shit. I agree. Right. Jeff, I'm I'm such a believer in that. Like like when I'm sick, if I, if I think like I can go out and do something, I'm just going to go do it and not even think about it. But I feel like if I sit in bed and say, "Oh, I feel like shit," like it's just going to be worse. It's going to be worse. No, yeah. granted, depending on how sick you are, sometimes you can't do that. But yeah, I, right. but I agree with you. Like even uh, I mean, with you working out all the time, sometimes you know you feel like dog shit. You even go get a workout in or something. Feel like, great. You force yourself to yeah. work out. You do I feel it's, way better. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. He, so I do. I think the brain is. Oh, hundred percent. Yep. I uh, cool it, <laughs> cool it. You're not a like, hey, I feel great. You're here. Like, oh, I feel like shit. Yeah, this is you know, I act, I act like I got shot or something. <laughs> My favorite thing that you do sometimes is you'll sneeze and you go, oh, I'm getting sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Cooler, are you a baby when it comes to shit like that? Yes. Yeah. Are you? I uh, hate being sick. Well, that's, that's cool more. that you can admit it. That yeah, I'm cool. the biggest soft. Like, I, I called off work for a headache. Like, I, 
I'm so soft when it comes to being sick. The day sometimes being the, sick's nice. The day yeah. you have it like gets a, me out of work, <laughs> which doesn't happen very. The day often. you have like a wife or something to the like be there when you're sick. It's going to be great. He'll be in heaven. I'm a noodle, chicken noodle soup waiting for me. I can't wait. Or she's going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Get some yeah. nuts. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, about right? it. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, force yourself to go to like a workout. That, to me, that sounded like hell. I would never do <laughs> well, that. Well, once again, it's not easy either, though, mm. but it does. It can change a <laughs> Look, job studying his... his because I'm talking about. No, it. I know, I know, and I'm I'm nervous too. I might start getting him. I'm fucking nervous. <laughs> out. If he yeah. starts breaking out now. I'm fucking. And any time I ever feel like the slightest itch, just because maybe my clothes are rubbing on right. me, I'm like, oh shit, here we here go. Here or we you have go. poison oak. Like, yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, it's yeah. got to be the breakout. That's tough. That sucks though. Yeah, it's all right. I'm mean, I'm not like debilitated by it. Well, but. no, but still paying the dick. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll I'll go take a cup. We'll go sit in front of Walmart. We'll get the six hundred dollars raise. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll set up. Stand out by Perkins uh, or by the bridge here. We'll mm-hmm. set up like a a, a donation. Go fund me. Yeah. Go fund me. People for have my... done for less. So yeah, I mean, true. take it. True. Yeah. Good job and allergies. Way overused now. Oh my God. Sadly. Yeah, but uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, you're going to hear uh, a couple snippets from the Italian Fest show that we did with WKKX on the Watchdog. You're going to be hearing from Phil Savaggio and uh, just some general shenanigans of when these guys are down uh, courtside by the uh, Italian Fest. So enjoy that, and we'll be right back here after that. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast, but you don't just have to listen to the podcast. We have some other stuff out there, too, like Better's Last Stand, our sports betting show covering all things sports and betting. Or Soup and Stuff, where Soup sits down with business owners, athletes, and other professionals for good conversation. Or, if you want to listen to us live, you can tune into The Watchdog, FM 98.1 or AM 1600. Or you can listen live online at thewatchdognetwork.com. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast. Much for taking the time to sit down with us here for a couple minutes. Uh, we we talk about your cab company like every day on our shows, our various shows, about how excited we are to see your cars on every corner around Wheeling and all the surrounding area. Uh, you were telling me a little bit off off uh, mic about how you got this thing set up. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit of how it came about. Uh, it's, it's just great service for the for the area. So congratulations to you, and uh, thanks again, and keep up the great work. First off, thanks for having having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, as we were talking about, you know, I've had IC staffing here for about a decade, uh, and we were transporting people to and from the job sites, and so we had some drivers sitting around, and... and uh, as he gets a new beer. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to put those guys to work. So uh, fortunately, I uh, got connected with Brian Giles, the former owner of, well, actually still the owner of BMG Transportation. And uh, he had uh, recently made a decision to move down to Myrtle Beach and take on some property there and was looking to get out. And he's been a great asset to us and, and during the transition back from last October to now. So uh, it's been exciting, you know, with, Challenging. You never know what you're going to see, what story we're going to hear about when we come in the next day. But oh, uh, sure, it's, uh, we might have to get a segment on our show of uh, like IC cab confessions. Yeah, like, oh, bringing the drivers. Yes, every story. <laughs> some of the drivers, some of the former drivers alone, <laughs> would, would 
deserve their own show, I think. So. Yeah, well, you, the service that you brought back to Wheeling, I mean, it was tough. You'd hear people say that they got to wait an hour for a cab. Uh, I've been hear, hearing nothing but great great stuff. Uh, how, how Overall, how's it going for you so far? Are you pretty pleased? And then where does it go from here? Yeah, so we were able to implement a, a new dispatching software, so that we're able to kind of track some of those stats now. We're, we're probably about a... Over 50% of our trips are picked up at a half hour or less. That's great. 90% or an hour or less. Um, you know, it depends on the day and time and what's going on. And, and look, we, we face the same struggles everybody else does with uh, getting getting people, right? Sure. You know, getting drivers. And we, we feel we have a pretty good group right now. Uh, but, you know, we're always looking to add. And How many cars are in service right now? So we have over uh, about 21 right wow. now. Wow. A couple, couple awesome. more on order. Uh, you know, Straub. Uh, Brian Fado and those guys, yeah. Tom uh, the uh, yeah, yeah. Italian, Italian American of the, of the Year. year but yeah. uh, Brian Charity have hooked us up with uh, these these uh, uh, Hyundai Elantra hybrids, which has been great for us. You know, the gas mileage instead of the 15 mile an hour, sure. 15 uh, miles per gallon we were getting before, up over 50 now. And since so the cost of those have gone down. It presents way better to yes. your point. You know, with sharp the wrap looking and, uh, car. So we're, we're excited about uh, continuing to grow. We're up in the Weirton Studentville now. Uh, literally, in was in Zanesville yesterday, looking at potentially even expanding awesome. it from Zanesville, Cambridge, all the way down into here. It's it's it's, it's been that it's been that exciting, been that successful so far. That's so, Phil, Phil, tell us uh, tell us about the services you provide. Like, besides taking a picking someone up at a bar, or taking them home, or picking someone up, taking the grocery store. What other services do you provide as far as your cab company? So, obviously, we do all the traditional things if you're saying. We, we, we'll take you, I mean, within, a, we don't really don't want to go over a three or four hour distance, but we'll take you to Cincinnati, Cleveland, Columbus, Charleston, wow. Philadelphia. We've That's had those, those kind of trips that people just need to get there. Definitely a lot of airport runs. Uh, we do a lot of that. Uh, Burgett's, uh, definitely Burgettstown for the yep. uh, the concerts. Yep. And yep. Oh, that's cool. Getting everybody in and out of there safely. We do a lot of work uh, with the health plan, uh, the local hospitals, uh, Wheeling, uh, as well as Reynolds, WVU uh, Medical. Uh, so a lot of those kind of things is really where we, we've seen some growth. Uh, the truck stop up out of Dallas Pike, a lot of, we do a lot of parts delivery for those guys. We oh, go and oh, run wow. up into PA and Zanesville, Columbus pick up parts for them and, and deliver the parts back and forth. They've been a great partner as well. Now, so. I, I talked to Tate Blanchard, who's your, what's Tate's actual, is he your media guy? Yeah, is he business your, dev, biz dev, the head of all biz dev for all, all three of my does, companies. Does an incredible does job. Does a great and, job. He, and, sh- he should be here, not me. <laughs> well, I know, you're doing good. We, want the big, we want the big dog here, even though Tate's awesome. Uh, so, I, I actually talked to him, we want to do a bar crawl, and you have like a seven passenger, you have Something that can accommodate like up to seven people, correct? Absolutely. We have a couple of those, and uh, I'll just say stay tuned for what, what could be more. Uh, oh, know, great uh, to hear. Maybe a, a sprinter or two that could oh, uh, wow. to get us. Uh, I'm a big guy. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a big Steeler fan, so yes, uh, getting me back and forth to the Steeler games might be uh, <laughs> something that we could put into service as well. So, oh, so, awesome. so seven passenger is the, the maximum number that you can uh, haul now to like a bar crawl or a, yeah, right or, now that's what we could do but we would put a couple together so uh 12 18 you know we have a couple of those vehicles that can do that we had a, a 39 person party from ogilby coming down to casino oh, and what we've done is you know put put as many of the of the larger vehicles together but made multiple trips in that instance but uh it, 
We'll, we'll, if there's a way, we'll figure out a way. Let's put it that way. Uh, well, we're, we're proud to be partners with you guys. And tell, tell us a little bit about, Phil, you're, you're involved in several other things. You've got, uh, I mean, you got your hand dipped in a couple other things. Tell, tell us a little bit about what else you do. So the, the two other businesses we owned, I, I mentioned IC Staffing is a right. placement agent, staffing agency. That's really kind of what really got us into Which it. Which does what? Uh, so if you're looking for a job or if you're having trouble hiring people, you know, you give us a call. We're always recruiting. You know, our office is up here at 1113 Main Street. We have people coming in all day and night uh, applying for jobs, and our recruiters up there do a great job of of screening people and, and kind of finding out what these, these people want to do, what they don't want to do. Kind of finding fits for them. What they want to work. Yeah. You know, my wife likes to say we're not bodies and addresses. We, we kind of marry them up to make sure we, great. we put them in the, in the right spot. So and then my wife runs. Uh, we have IC Care, which is a home care agency uh, where we uh, – we have nurses' aides that go into people's homes and take care of the elderly. So, God forbid, wow, your mom, grandma, grandpa, yes, great aunt, uncle who uh, needs some service don't want to go to assisted living or nursing home yet. Uh, IC Care provides nurses' aid support anywhere from four hours a day or we twenty-four hours, twenty-four-seven. It's it's and again, IC Cab kind of fits in beautifully with that because yeah. we're able to transport not only our uh, staffing employees but our nurses' aides. That maybe have a problem with their transportation or, or don't have a... That's great. Get on a bus yeah, that's on. You really? guys help them get a job in and provide transportation. <laughs> yeah, that's great. We, we get them, we get them that's there. That's really so, and, and we were sort of a, a, a perfect partner for you because we just came out with our own beer. So <laughs> there's nothing nothing better than having a few beers and then having a, a safe ride home. So there, there's been a joke around the office, and I think I can say this on, on air, is that uh, if I... If I were able to get, uh, if I ever got another uh, DUI or OVI, I got to be a complete idiot. Exactly. Phil, what? Uh, just out of curiosity, what uh, what does IC stand for? You know, it's uh, Iron City. As a, as a Pittsburgh okay. guy, oh, okay. I'm a huge Pittsburgh guy. Always have been, and uh, kind of. We you know, it's a play on words that I see it. You know what I mean? You, you yeah. know, I see a cab. I see care. Oh, I see really cool. staffing, but. Uh, Definitely the uh, the Iron City is. Well, speaking of the Steelers, uh, thoughts on, yeah. on the season coming up? It's going to be here before we know it. Excited, extremely excited. You know, Kenny Pickett's really the – I think the defense will be solid. We stay healthy. Right. The O-line will be better. Is, is Kenny the guy or not? Yeah, that's really this the question, it, right? right? Yep. And uh, he's on that rookie contracts that are able to spend a lot of exactly. money in other places. That's big. Got to win wise on that, uh, right? Yeah, so we, we're excited. We'll be up there. Uh, we, we go to all the home games. We try to get to one away game. This year we're going to Houston. Oh, cool. uh, check out a game for him. Oh, that's nice. You probably get your car service <laughs> right to this stadium. <laughs> now you said we. Who, who, who's, who so my it? wife and I. And, okay. uh, I think on that trip will be uh, the AD from Ferry, Greg Harkness, and his okay. wife. Okay. Uh, Jack Becker, his wife, and uh, Justin Farrell's trying to jump oh, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin in there. there. Yeah. That's a good friend of yours. Yeah, yeah. he's a really good friend. Justin's uh, a good guy. I hope he's not listening because I don't want him to hear that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, and Phil, you're a you're a huge supporter of uh, businesses in the uh, in the Wheeling area, the High Valley. I know you you support all. I mean, you're a huge bridge uh, bridge tavern guy. You're you know you support all the businesses. You you see the growth here in Wheeling, and it, is that is that one of the things that has attracted you to 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 be to do what you're doing? So it's exciting for sure. Uh, you know, I. I don't want to take too much credit for figuring anything out. I'm kind of, oh, no, yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, obviously the bridge and Abbey's and those guys are the great people. Uh, TJ's yeah. 19th uh, uh, generations, right? I mean, those guys are all some of your sponsors. They're, they're, yeah. All those guys are great. Um, I, you know, what's going on downtown is exciting. You know, we're, we're looking at my building is right around the corner from here. And, uh, 
you know, we are looking at uh, doing similar with the Bridge Tavern and what uh, Dan Milson's done here at the Berry Building, a whole remodel uh, oh, inside oh, nice. and outside, awesome. you know, with some of the tax credits going on. And, you know, it's it's a project, and we're, you know, we're, we're uh, excited about it, a little nervous, but uh, same kind of thing, just redeveloping downtown. Um, we've also acquired the old cabs, cab building, Wheeling Cab, down across oh. from... Uh, uh, Civic Center, yeah. across from Main Street Bank, where we uh, warehouse them all out of the, the cabs and do the maintenance. And so it's been uh, it's been different for me. I didn't. I don't think I ever expected it. You know what I mean? It just kind of evolves, and we just figure out what's in front of us each day. And, and let's uh, one more thing, and then we'll let you go. I know you want to go enjoy your friends and a few, <laughs> few more few more beers. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your baseball team and what what you, Our your organization. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The got, High Valley Jokers. Yep. Uh, so we started that. My my twins are now fourteen. Man, I almost got wow. that wrong. So. That <laughs> so I've we, done that before. Goes too fast, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you say so you definitely <laughs> yeah, done, yeah, right. I've done that. So uh, since uh, we started, they were nine. You uh, back. We started High Valley Jokers back then, and uh, man, boy, has it grown. It's I think. I think we're up eight, nine, ten teams now. Tryouts for some of the other teams were last week. And where, where do you start? What age do you start at? Uh, we have an eight U team this year. So eight, eight U, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, and fourteen this wow, year. That's awesome. and I think we have a couple. Mike Mistovich would better answer exactly what the what the uh, exact teams are at ten and eleven and twelve. But uh, it's it's funny, you know. I I have a joker. I wear a lot of jokers gear. It's either I see your jokers, right? <laughs> my wife's is tired of my my closet. But anyway. Uh, you know, wherever I go, if I got a Joker's hat on, hey, Coach, uh, you, you affiliate with the Jokers? I said, well, I kind of started a them. little bit yeah. back then, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> five, yeah. six years ago. But uh, it's been great. It's it's the community support and, and the sponsorship we've gotten there. And, the, you know, listen, I, I always kid these guys. You know, the next major leaguer I coach will be the first. But the, <laughs> but, but the life like lessons that. that these boys are, are going through nah, and, and the friendships and camaraderie that they've developed, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, we have a great group of kids and great group of parents and couldn't be prouder of what we've accomplished. That's awesome. That's that. great. And you, uh, you said you just took second place at Myrtle Beach? Rehoboth. We had Rehoboth. Rehoboth. Oh, at, Delaware. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rehoboth, there, okay. And, uh, we, we, won a, we won two tournaments here, second in a couple and uh, third in the Beast. And I kind of like to brag a little bit about that because, you know, we were 13-year-olds playing in a 14-year-old. Oh, we did, that one. So, we did that one year. So we, we uh, yeah. That's you, not easy. Yeah. got the snot knocked out of us a little bit. But. <laughs> When we got beat, my wife said, well, wait a minute. You said you would be happy winning one or two. And <laughs> once you get on a roll, no, you want yeah, to win all one. changes as it goes yeah. along, right? No, so it's, it's, it's a great group, and I couldn't be prouder of, of my guys. So uh, Great stuff. Well, that's, that's hey, fantastic. One, one last thing I got for you. Uh, I got to ask you. What was it like being partnered with George Kettlewell in the Abbey's League a few years back? Uh, eventful. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One word. How did the strategy meetings go with that? I, I don't know that he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> no, Certainly it, not, but he loves you, yeah. and uh, you guys had some success. No, so. he's a good guy from Warwood, right? Yes, and that's yes. where my, uh, my, my dad and uncle oh, are yeah. from. So. I taught yeah. with your dad for yeah. many years. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. He was a good man. Yeah, my, and my uncle's still, I'm going to go down and see him in October. Down in Myr- he's down in Myrtle, Vic. Okay. So yeah. we're yeah. Down, but uh, Georgie, I think he might have went to school with my uncle, or maybe a year or two I'm younger. Sure, but yeah. uh, well, George Dormus and yeah, those yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the legends, right? Yes, so, absolutely. They're, they're Johnny well, Chocolates uh, and yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Greeks. Yeah. <laughs> so I assume you're in the Abbey's League again this year. I you're am, be, I am. So be so uh, you're, you're donating, right? That's, that's all I do. <laughs> well, he's got to get George back on his team. for the money. So Joey Maroon is great guy. He loves to tell my wife. 
You gotta start a NASCAR pool because that means I have to stop there every week. I love it. I love it. I'll be in there. Where are we starting this? Maybe pickleball. Who knows? Perfect. <laughs> all right. Well, Phil, thanks so much for taking the time to spend with us here today. You're doing a great service. Yeah. All your businesses around the uh, Wheeling area and extended out around the Ohio Valley. We wish you the best of luck. And, and we uh, appreciate we'll your partnership. You Listen, yes. thanks for thanks for having us and thanks for partnering us. We, oh, really we love you. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. we love it. Thank you, guys. All right, enjoy Savaggio from IC Cab. Thanks to Phil for joining us here. Again, he helps it's, keep the lights on for the beer companies around yes, town. Of course. That's <laughs> awesome. Great stuff he's got going on there. He said he's he got does. some more of those digital marquees coming in from Asia to put on top of the cars. So we're excited about that. And you'll be seeing them all around town. So if you haven't seen an IC cab yet, you haven't been outside. Yeah, you're probably they're blind. everywhere. Uh, Job. Are you still there? Oh, yeah. I'm still here. I listened to the whole thing. I love it. What did you think of that? That was a pretty good breakdown, huh? Yeah, I know. Usually, I, you know, we're, we're giving these reads about IC Cab, and, uh, you know, I met Tate uh, a little while back, but we actually haven't, you know, got to learn much about him. So it's good that right. he's, uh, and it seems like he's, he's doing a really good job with all the stuff he's doing. So cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you want to do uh, time machine birthdays now? Do we have time for oh, that? Oh, we got to do birthdays, that. Birthdays, weddings, well, all that fun stuff. Yeah, let me cue some stuff up for you guys. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure if you'll be able to hear it, but uh, I'll cue it up for you okay. guys. And we will. Uh, That's all right. And then, and then I'll be curious in, in the last block because I want to remind everybody we're going to talk our uh, top five, bottom five vendor foods. Yeah. And I'm going to be very anxious to hear Hannah's if she's still back yeah, in the studio. Yeah, Hannah can help here. us out. All right, here we go. Here's a little birthday action. All right, good. Uh, I don't know Let's you, go. I don't know if you guys can hear this, but it's the, the music is playing. It's very fast. I started to hear it. Let's see if you can hear it. Yep. All, All right. right, there you so go. So let's start into the birthdays, the ones I got here on the sheet. Bill Bradley, the former basketball player and senator. Can't turns believe he's 80. 80. Yeah. New York uh, Knicks. Yes, New York Knicks, exactly. Right? Really good New York Knicks. Yeah. Jim Davis, 78. Lori Laughlin, I think she's about locked Who's up. Who's Jim Davis? Oh. If I didn't have... Uh, a cold beer in front of me, I probably would have remembered that. But anyway, you know how that goes. Uh, Jim uh, Lori Davis, hey, turns 59. Hey, Dana White, UFC, 54. Hey, Jim Davis. Who is Jim he, Davis? Because I know him, and I he, can't remember. A, uh, he, he was the guy who created Garfield. Cartoonist? Yes. Yeah, cartoonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, he knows. Yes, thank you, Job. I needed the lifeline. Soldier Boy, my man, 33 years old, and Harry Kane of... Uh, Tottenham, probably not for long, in uh, England, 30 years old today. Jarrett, you want to take the deceased? Yeah, we'll go with the deceased. Uh, Beatrix Potter. Yeah. Who's she? Children's author and poet. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, she wrote okay. the tale Carl of Peter Popper. Rabbit. Ooh, I need a lifeline on that one. There you go. Yes, the uh, the sheet metal eater, <laughs> Jackie Kennedy. <laughs> Onassis. Jackie Kennedy. Yes, Onassis. Jackie Kennedy. Uh, Vita Blue. Oh, he was Vida uh, Blue. The Vida. One of, he, he pitched a yeah, but the Dodgers no hitter on cocaine in one time. Was he a Dodger? A no, a Giants. A Giants a and Giants. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, Hugo Chavez, <laughs> former president of Venezuela, <laughs> and then Terry Fox. He was a uh, handicapped runner who was a you know really, really good, good athlete, but had had some uh, issues. Yeah, yeah. Jackie Kennedy definitely my favorite. On all there. right, coach, you want to take death? Oh man, Theodosius the Younger. Right, we I talked no about idea. him earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. talked about it in a time machine. Yes. That's right. Yeah, yes. he shut it down. Thomas Cromwell. He was executed by Henry the Eighth. Thomas <laughs> Cromwell was. Wonder if he got beheaded. He did. Probably. Dude. Yeah. Yikes. That'd be a bad way to go. Well, yeah. I don't know. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's quick. quick. Don't know. It's quick. Your boy Robes Pierre is on here, too. It's better than get tortured. Yeah, true. Antonio Vivaldi. Ooh, I need a lifeline on that one again. Uh, John Sebastian Bach. Yeah. He had to be a musician. He was. Yeah, Johan. Yeah. Johan, yeah. Maximilian Robespierre. I, I talked about him earlier yes. in the time machine. And 
Francis Crick. Yeah, yeah Francis father Crick. of DNA. Yeah, that's right. Crick, he was uh, he was related to Kyle Crick from the Kyle Pirates. Kyle Crick and James Watson, yeah. Uh, Job, what what do we got as far as weddings and all that good stuff? Yeah, I'll throw, Anniversaries. I'll throw a little wedding tune we'll on get, here. Happy oh, anniversary. There you go, a little wedding tune. Hey, you know, you said that, uh, was it was it Theodos the Younger who was executed by Henry VIII? No, no, Theodosius the Younger, he fell off the horse. It was uh, Thomas Cromwell oh, that Thomas was Cromwell, executed well, by Henry. Well, he, he might not have been beheaded now he, that I think about it. You know what's funny? Today yeah. in history, in 1540, Henry VIII marries Catherine Howard, his fifth wife. And then Anne Stewart in 1683, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, later British Queen Anne marries Prince George of Denmark at the Chapel Royale. Jonathan Edwards of 1727, philosopher Jonathan Edwards wed Sarah Pierpont. Otto von Bismarck and in 1847, future German Chancellor weds noblewoman <laughs> Johanna Otto. von Put- Putcomer. Uh, and then uh, Jarrett's boy, Joseph Stalin, 1906, future dictator of the Soviet Union, Joseph Stalin. That's Jarrett's boy? Ed- <laughs> no, he's not. I do not support Joseph Stalin. Disclaimer. We should probably, yeah. I should Champ probably has talk- hair like Stalin when he doesn't get a haircut. Yeah, I should probably put some booze on for Joseph Stalin. But, uh, yeah, he wed uh, Ekaterini Svanidze. Uh, uh, and then Be- uh, Betty Davis. Uh, what a lucky woman she was. Yeah. Uh, Lenny Wilkins, uh, 1962. Betty Davis. Uh, uh, NBA player Lenny Wilkins marries Marilyn Reed. Yeah, Lenny Wilkins. Jared, go ahead. Job, we just got a heat advisory till 9. Yeah, I was just going to Yeah, we got a heat guys. advisory till 9 and then a thunderstorm watch till uh, severe thunderstorm watch till 8. Yeah, yeah but right. I'm telling you, under this tent, it is not. Feels great. Horrible. Feels great. You no, know, guys. It really does. Funny, that breeze is great. It's funny that we're talking uh, about the weather. It actually went down. It was 89. It's now 87.8. <laughs> what do you attribute that to, Job, well, if you had to make a cloud cover? The, well, yeah, there's it's broken clouds right now, and uh, there is some rain incoming. So you guys are probably going to get... A little wet here. Well, not underneath your cover, but there is some rain coming in. Nah, I think no, we're yeah, We're good. We'll be good. It'll be uh, Doc Jordan, Bear, Donnie, and Bobby. Hey, well, hey, Job, do you have any songs for me to guess today? Well, yeah, we'll have to come after the break and talk songs, but uh, I do have uh, a couple more weddings here. We got Farrah Fawcett. Okay. Uh, she weds the $6 million man, Lee Majors. And then another one of Jarrett's boys, Vladimir Putin, 1983, weds flight attendant uh, Ludmila <laughs> Shrek. Jarrett was a so Russian implant. Putin, both Jeez. my friends. No, both. Uh, they're they're they your boys. Both get booed. Wow. They should both get wow, booed, we, and we should never celebrate. They're both pirate fans, Both probably. knuckleheads. Uh, Chris's boy, Roger Waters, 1993, probably not. musician. Uh, Nick Faldo. <laughs> Uh, 2001, six-time British golf champion Nick Faldo. Oh, golfer. And then uh, uh, actor. Oh, no. Yeah, lead, Nick Faldo. Uh, li- uh, lead actress or actor in one of Coach's favorite movies. Uh, 2007, comedian actor Steve Martin uh, weds uh, Ann Stringfield at the Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, yeah, the jerk. <laughs> it's a great movie. I don't know who these two people uh, we got, are. Uh, trouble. Oh, Job, we trouble downtown. Job, I thought we weren't allowed to play sirens on the radio. <laughs> That's a ambulance. natural siren. They just came from the studio and picked up Job. So when you give that, that when you give that warning. All right, well, we'll send it back to you in the studio. Uh, stay with us. We got one more segment to go. We got top five, bottom five vendor food. So if you got any uh, 
Any thoughts on that? Give us a call, 304-214-1600, or text us, 304-717-7927. Thanks again to Phil from ICCAB for joining us. And we'll be back to wrap up here at the Upper High Valley Italian Festival. Send it back to Jub in the studio. It's the Pine Room on the Watchdog. What's up, guys? Jub here. I'm sure you've heard my voice a lot throughout this podcast. Uh, but if you made it this far, go check out some of our other stuff. Come on. We got a bunch of stuff. We got stuff all over the internet. We got videos. We got audio. We got store stuff. Go get something to store. Go get some good stuff for the summer. It's all good stuff. I mean, you're not wasting your money. It's going to be sweet. Wear some cool swim trunks and flip-flops. The summer's not over yet. You got like two months left. So go get some good stuff. Slap it on and then go out and, and rock it in front of all your friends or family and they'll ask about what the Pine Room is and you tell them. You say, I'm a loyal fan of the podcast. Here are my rock and flip-flops and my fanny pack. So go check out the store. Go check out our other stuff and enjoy the rest of this podcast. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast. Hi, welcome back to the Pine Room Podcast, episode 69. I hope you enjoyed that uh, interview uh, with Phil Savaggio at Down at the Italian Fest and the experience these guys had down there. Uh, I was here back in the booth like uh, Mission Impossible talking in their ear. Uh, but yeah, we had a fun time. Great stuff. Couldn't have done it without you. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time and hopefully uh, it's not the last one. Uh, Cooley's mic fell off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We problems. had a little longer delay. <laughs> Gotta call the maintenance you, uh, man. Yeah, you, you won't hear this, hear the long delay when you're listening to this, but we had a long delay because yeah. the whole entire mic fell off I, the wall. I, yeah, I was adjusted and I looked to my right and I ripped the entire thing off the wall. <laughs> yeah. We need some masonry work <laughs> done yeah. in here. Yes. Well, we'll fix it uh, and we'll be, we'll be good. That's something i've never done is masonry i've done a lot of like i don't even know what that is stuff i've never like done stone mason work. Yeah, stone bricks. Work. Oh, yeah. like laid bricks or anything. i've never, done, never done that drilling that. into that kind of stuff that. <laughs> what freemasons uh, my lack of knowledge on labor i think it's a pretty that's a pretty uh skillful job, job checking himself again oh my god you like, without a doubt <laughs> oh my gosh oh, some of those guys are like wizard they like what fascinating to watch masons Oh yeah, I mean, there's that. There's all kinds of stuff they got that you probably is underappreciated. Like people that cut fruit. You ever see that? Those videos, people that cut fruit. Are they, like un- are they un- they're underappreciated? Yeah. Well, yeah. You think about those those people that fillet fish. Yeah, you think about all the stuff that you get, like chicken breast. Uh, well, I guess that's they. The they bo- probably rip the it out butcher. with a machine or something. They do now. A yeah, lot that's of times, a, yeah. At I least do respect this people's talents, though. Like, yeah. like even like I know some of that's even dumb shit, but it's still a talent. Yeah, I get that. No question. I don't know yeah. about underappreciated, but I mean from a standpoint, <laughs> of, but I do agree with that talents talent. Yeah. yeah, I might learn masonry. I, real quick, actually, I don't know. This might be a longer question, but I was telling Jeff I wanted to ask you guys something because I was listening to the podcast today, and this question came up, and it really made me think. What's like the earliest memory you guys have of like each other? Like I was trying to think of like. My earliest memory of being friends with Cooley or being like oh, my, even my early memory, my earliest oh, wow. memory of Jub, like Jub, Jub. I think that, with each other, I can't think. I can't think about when I met you. Yeah, like when, yeah. like you when guys we first, like when Jeff we first when you were really met. young yeah. kids, though. Well, you guys were five, so that's yeah. number one. Cooley, I know for sure. Baseball, we were at Pinto. I know that for sure. Is the first I don't time really I ever remember, met you. like, but I don't really remember my earliest. This this is so like bad that this is like the one that I remember, but like. I just remember the first really like core memory of you was when we would come over 
before school on two hour delays and sit and dr- and play <laughs> yeah. Call of Duty four and drink Pepsi in the morning. I did that's like the very first thing that I remember. Talking to video games, my one of my earliest memories with Matt is going into your basement, the old oh, house, yeah. and and playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were memory. like eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Your Jeff, mom would I don't know. probably not be happy. Violence, video games. I don't know what mine, Matt. Probably the same. I'm it probably was something. Like but yours is probably a little different. Like we're seeing well, us for the first you time. You guys was in your hospital when you were born. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah the, I just I remember. And then Cooley, I would have met him because I remember Mark saying like, "Yeah, they're moved up here from Florida." Mm-hmm. It would have been at a baseball game when you guys were really young. I'd say yeah, what I, I can. Well, one thing that I do remember a lot, and obviously, be careful nowadays. People are pricks and probably think that I could be a sick bastard. But I used to. <laughs> you know, it's true though. Like you guys used to come over and just come in the house and mm-hmm. get chips and pop and hang out in the living room, like when you were young. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, honestly, it was mm-hmm. super cool. But nowadays, fucking people. We did probably, that. Mm-hmm. Oh people yeah, I, probably, I remember Luke being like. Uh, oh little, gosh, like, Luke was like hang out. But with nowadays, unfortunately, you got to be careful with that fucking shit because yeah. the next yeah. thing you know, I'm in the fucking somebody saying I'm doing bad things. <laughs> I yeah. do remember uh, who you can say can't just first. be a nice guy, Jeff. Right. That's yeah. not allowed. Yeah, no, yeah. Not allowed to do that shit. I remember the guy that lived there before you. I do remember that. And do he, you really? Yeah, because he shot Maggie with a BB gun. And really? Yeah, yeah, I don't think I remember yeah. that guy. And he was an asshole. And then I don't really remember. Yeah, but who is? Um, the the neighbor that is across from Dan, not not mower lady, but next to her. Oh, what uh, mower? We always say hi to him. He he Mo, he, uh, um, he flips us yes. off all the time. Tommy, uh, Tommy, 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 yeah, Tommy, yeah, Tommy, oh, Tom Wickham, yeah, yeah, yeah he's man, a good guy. Blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember, uh, real, real, you know, he's married to uh, Cuckoo's ex-wife. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, real, real, real young. And I don't even really know him that well now. I mean, I know him because he lives up there. But I remember real, real young, me and my buddy Kyle, who lived his uh-huh. grandparents, yeah. Melbourne Lucian, just went into his house, like just walked over and went into his house. And I remember what the inside of the house looks like. And we just went in and said hi and walked around and then came back out. And <laughs> I remember I told my mom that, re- not relatively recently from then, she was like, she was like, you just, you just walked over there and <laughs> went into his house. And now the only thing yeah. I played devil's advocate because remember Melba and Lucian are tight with him. I think it probably yeah, was yeah, because of Kyle. Kyle. They probably yeah. knew Kyle really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wacky wicky. Oh, here's a, he, good dude, speaking though. of yeah, that he's question. Really, though, really nice guy. What is your what is your earliest memory? General. I knew this was in general because I've been trying to be proactive. I knew somebody was going to ask this fucking question. Fuck, that's a hard one. Mine, mine. I feel, I don't even know if All this right. is correct. I, I Before you answer that, let's narrow it down. What do you think the earliest age is that you started? Like, give a ballpark age of when you could remember things. When you know, came, like, when like, you get gained consciousness, like, like three, six, or seven. No, no way. Here's a question: Do you guys remember? I mean, I remember preschool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, actually, yeah how, how so old that would be pre- probably five, four, four, six, five years four, old. Four or five. Yeah. Oh, so maybe no way, two, three, no way. I didn't say two, but no, I, I would say around four. Mm, I yeah, because I, I remember know. things from preschool. I do remember the first day of preschool. Yeah, and I remember. Yeah, I, I, I remember, remember my remember preschool that. pretty well. Like, not to the second, but Were like St. Vincent's pretty, then to, uh, No, I, we went to a place called Wheeling Christian Daycares before because St. Vincent's didn't have a. I'll be honest, with you, now that I'm thinking about, it, I don't think any of the parochials had. Yeah, they didn't there. have them then. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if they even have the preschool. That but it was a good one. Job that. The at the um, the the church next to um the Corpus old, Christi. 
That's oh, where yeah. I went. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck's that called? The Methodist? Methodist. The Methodist? Yeah. 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 Is that where you guys went? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys, did mm-hmm. you guys miss Mrs. Milligan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss uh-huh. Milligan and Mrs. Isn't that crazy? That's man, dude. Yeah. Awesome. And Dumich. Sweet lady. Yeah. And Dumich, yeah. yeah. I don't know if she probably, you probably didn't have Dumich. No, I don't Mrs. Dumich is awesome. I absolutely love Mrs. Dumich. And Miss Milliken, I kind of, uh, I I had a bad experience with Miss Milliken, but I loved her before this, and I know her now, and I'm we're cool. But oh, we're, no, we don't have beef now. Um, <laughs> but I remember I spilled my milk in. There was like a we were watching a movie or something, and I spilled my milk, and she yelled at me, and I'll never forget that. And oh, like wow. it's burned in my head. This is preschool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, now that I think of maybe maybe that was one of my earliest memories is taking is nap time in preschool. Oh, I had yeah, this I blue that. towel that had my name on it, and I remember we had to lay down on the towels for nap time. Maybe that was fine. You know, it's funny. Luke Doyle used to wig the fuck out on nap time. Like, Did he? Like, he hated it, and like I would, and obviously talking to him at that age was like talking. Still, is like talking. Stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah. like, hey, dude, there's gonna be a time in life where you wish you had that. Yeah, oh, hell like, yeah. Like, like so oh, appreciate yeah. it now, right? I don't think yeah. I ever complained. I think I was like, let's let's do yeah. this. And he had the they had uh, obviously back in the day. I had the you had to bring your own like tower or whatever. Mm-hmm. But fuck, they had the little. Um, uh, Chris, like, mat? Yeah, not, not even a mat, but a, what do you, um, like, like a, a hammock. Like oh, a cot. Like a cot. Like, a cot. Yeah. like little no cots. Way. Sh- yeah, with this pimp. Yeah, down, pretty man. soon they're going to have twin Damn, beds yeah. in there for yeah. Damn. What's yours, Cools? Ah, uh, dude, I can't even think of that. Like, my, I've been sitting here quiet as ever. Do you remember living in Wellsburg? Oh, yeah. We well, remember living in that Florida, was like right? Second grade. Yeah. I was yeah, trying to was pick like, my first memory. And it's so hard to, like, Separate. I always, I always like that story you said. You and Ronnie used to steal those oranges out of yeah. guy's yard. We'd walk down the down the street. We'd ride bikes or whatever, go down the street, and like our neighbor had like an orange tree. Mm-hmm. So I'd just sprint into the front yard, go up the tree, and snag some oranges. And yeah, I like that. Go back Florida to our orange. house. And when one time we're eating them in front of our house, and we're sitting on like this log in our front yard, and we're eating them. And all of a sudden, my skin starts burning. And he's like, oh, man. Ah. And I look over. We're both covered in ants. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. All over, all over the oranges, all over our legs. I hate that's about karma, bastard. but man, oh, man. Yeah, karma got you. Yeah. That's, a, that's an early memory. What's yours, Joe? Oh, go ahead. Mine? Mm, you're fine. Uh, I remember. This is so weird. This is so weird. I'm, I remember first day of preschool, I met. Uh, the first face that I remember vividly, the first face that that is burned in my head, is the earliest I can go back. Jack Bentz, and I hope he yeah. listens to this, but oh uh, he was in my preschool class, and he was just kind of—I think he was kind of like a like an outgoing kid, and he was just like the first kid that Good I was like, "Whoa, dude. yeah." Uh, went through school with him my whole life. Yeah, but my, that's probably the it. first face I can remember at Woodward whenever I picture it is Noel. Noel, <laughs> Noel was like one of my first friends. Hey, World shout World. out Noltz who just got engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Congratulations yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah that's we good gave stuff. him a radio Matt, shout out. And you'll like this, Matt. One of my earliest memories too, and I think you gave us that Nintendo sixty four. Oh yeah, you gave us I that, did, right? Yeah, I, I remember. remember uh, I gave you guys a bunch of games. Yeah, yeah. Turok, Turok, Turok the dinosaur, dinosaur hunter. Yeah. I remember. That's one of my earliest memories yeah. playing that in Star Fox. Whenever Star I think of the Double Tower, I immediately think the first thing is always coming in from like sliding or something and going straight to your basement, and your dad would always have Rambo on. Yeah, that sounds ass, about right. Remember that big that ass giant TV? TV? That yeah. TV was it's like, like four thousand pounds. Yeah, just be covered in blankets. That great. is great, man. Uh, there was a time when my dad and Chris. I wish they were on here to defend themselves. I think we might have talked about this on the podcast before, <laughs> but it was me, Jarrett, uh, and Chris's two kids, Emily and D'Lo, and. Yeah. 
I think Kirbo might have been with us, Kirsten Petrini, uh, and they locked us in the basement and put on Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Thing <laughs> on two different TVs, and they wouldn't let us go upstairs until we fi- until we sang the Barney theme song correctly, oh, and we would sing it over and over and over again, and they would go, "Nope, that's not right." And they would they had the volume cranked, and we're like gathered at the top of the stairs trying to get out. <laughs> so that's a good fond memory Jeez, I have. Yes. Wow, yeah. Uh, no wonder they're not here. They're in fucking jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the uh, the the original, uh, I guess, pine room down in the, the yeah. basement. Oh yeah, we used oh, to a lot of memories there. down in there. Yeah, the pine was, little pine room bar. Yeah, we had a little bar in the basement. The bar was like microscopic. The TV was like yeah, the smaller TV. than the computer screen. Yeah, we were like oh, huddled yeah. around there, like it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, and the bar. And then that, was then like you the, did have the big one behind, but the bar TV was small. Yeah, yeah and we would I, for whatever reason. I think one of the earliest games I think I remember. Was that Seahawks? Um, I don't remember the Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks played the Steelers, and Marshawn Lynch had that ridiculous run when they called him beast mode, and he had that that crazy run, uh, uh, like and knocked. He like ran through like ten guys and and scored a touchdown. And I don't know why I remember that because you guys were freaking out, and I'm like, what oh, the yeah. fuck are they talking about? What did the you guys? Mean? Were you guys? This is a stupid question because I know the answer is. Were you guys betting on those back then? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I I would have been most of the time. Your dad definitely. Oh, yeah, my dad definitely. And then, um, yeah, sometimes dog would. And uh, trying to think, who else would be the Chris? No, nah, no. Nah. And then Nick's dad. I don't know where Nick got the betting gene because I don't think Norman bet like all the time, yeah. like occasionally, but yeah. not like not, he didn't have the affliction his son has. Because I did sure always wonder. I was like, why do these guys like these games so much? Like right. that's all we did was right. watch football and baseball. But, you know, baseball. by the end of the day, I was I enjoy playing Wii bowling, <laughs> yeah. and archery with you guys more than I did watching the games. That and rock band, yeah, and, yeah. Those I, were I, rock band that's so funny that you you say that about them betting. Is I don't know if I've told this or not on the the podcast, but I remember when I was young, young, and I I would wake up to my dad. He'd go, "Hello, Greek." Yeah. He, he'd go, "What do you got?" And, it, <laughs> yep. and he would go through the he'd go through these I numbers. It would be like lines, yeah. uh, this is a minus ten and a half, plus ten, and, and I'd be like, "What the hell is he?" Say? I have no clue what he's talking about like he it was like a foreign language to me when he was at greek what do you got and it, it would be every morning he was like seven o'clock and he would say it was like every weekend greek what do you got and then it would it would wake me up and i'd hear these numbers i'm like what the hell does this mean now i think that how it's evolved though because i remember when i first started and actually when i was able to finally call a guy you would have to go down the line. So you'd have to t- write everything. It was a pain in the ass. And then if you didn't place your bets right at that moment, when you call back, you'd have to do it again because the lines changed depending on the time frame. Oh man, pain in the ass, man. It, it was just it was it was cumbersome. Amazing. Is, is Wayne from Big Timber at your house right now? <laughs> your dad just, if not, he just decided to just randomly send these pictures out all of a sudden. He is. Oh wow. What the fuck. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, there you go, yeah. Wayne. Uh, thanks for coming to my house and yeah, give us some big, big timber. The big merch. timber guy. Wonder why they're up here. Hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, oh, wow. That's awesome. Are they scouting out the thing up in Wellsburg? Or they something? could be. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it could be. Hey, I guess I could. That's bad. I don't know. I, I did your dad talk? I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that. Wayne is definitely the second coming of Jerry Garcia. There is. Could no I uh, about that? Cross between Wait, Jerry and Alan from Hangover. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't Jerry Garcia's birthday today? Yeah. Nice. 
Uh, oh, wow. Let's see. I just lived through him. I got to mark the time here just in case I say this, but I shouldn't say. Uh, keep your eye out for the next launch party um, that is going to be taking place. Well, they, the one that's going to be taking place in Charleston. Um, I'm not quite sure. Oh, boy. I'm not <laughs> quite, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> not not the beer. Well, Dunbar, maybe the beer right? Launch. Yeah, the beer, beer launch is going to go great. We're but, seeing a uh, lion against a calf. Or we're going to turn this off. Freshly yeah, born you know. calf. Yeah, the lion's actually to... trying to give him a chance. Yeah, we're yeah. going to turn that off. Uh, we're going to watch birds and So keep your eyes out for the next launch party for the beer. Uh, that next one's going to be in Charleston. And then the next, next one could possibly be in Wellsburg. And I'm not going to say where. I'll just say it's going to be in Wellsburg. To be announced. And you can kind of suss out. It's a bird thing. Yeah. It's a yes. bird thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're uh, enjoying the, the fruit. Well, I guess we're not enjoying the fruits of our beer. But, well, technically we are because we're drinking it and enjoying it. Soon. But, Soon. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, I was oh, oh real quick. I want to just talk to Matt. Yeah, I, we, I want to bring this up. I want you to get involved in this. Jared asked me today because we talked about it uh, before they happened. But the UF the UFO UAP hearings. I think we should just mm. touch on it because we didn't get to touch on it on yeah. the radio. Uh, have you seen anything about I've seen this? A little bit about it, but I I just think it it's not exciting to me because I've already assumed that it was like real. But have you heard what these guys are saying? Have you seen what? Have you seen anything? No, I didn't look into it. So this guy's named Captain uh, Commander David Fravor. Uh, he's the most credible to me about these UFOs, and he is a uh, he. He was for the black. Oh, I can't remember his his squadron name, but he was like he's like a he's a commander of a, a in the navy. He's a very high, like a reputable person, and he's got this incredibly in depth story about how he went out. Uh, and they were running these missions, these, uh, I can't remember what they exactly were called, but they were flying out uh, off the coast of something or other, uh, east or west. I'm pretty sure it was the west coast. And they're out there running these routes, and then they tell them, hey, we got a ping on the radar at such and such location. Go, go check it out. So they go and check it out, and they find, and they're flying over top of where it would be, and they look down, and it's a beautiful, clear day. They say there's not a cloud in the sky. It's, like, beautiful for flying. And they say they see this disturbance down by the water. There's no white caps, but they see this disturbance by the water. And they say he in David Fravor says there's a uh, a tic tac shaped object, uh, maybe forty feet long, that was like a ping pong ball inside of a, cl- a glass above the water, like going crazy. So they go, okay, we're gonna go down to check it out. And they go down to check it out, and it it sees them and then it starts in like a counter spiral with them as he's coming down and it's coming up they spiral with it and then just out of nowhere it takes off to it like enormous speed and is gone and uh there is this thing called a fleer which is I, i'm not going to be able to know the the terminology the, the the acronym but it's like infrared uh radar it's like an infrared camera and they have footage of it and I'll bring it up here in a second just so you can see it. And this thing is like a little tic-tac. And what they tell you is that on those infrared cameras, if you put it on a plane, you can see exhaust. You can see it blowing out jet fuel behind right. it because it's thermal. It's a thermal engine, and you can see the heat on a thermal camera. But on this thing that's moving around, it has no right. heat source. It has no emission. It has no propulsion source. And it just is, it, and it's moving. So either it's a it's either it's some sort of drone or it's uh, some kind of weather balloon. But 
they said it went so fast that they they couldn't track it, or yeah. if they even tried, they couldn't catch up to it. They said it would come from eighty thousand feet, which above eighty thousand feet is space. It would yeah. drop to the water, do its little thing, fly up, and go right back up to eighty thousand feet. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I'll pull up the video here, but uh, it's it's wild stuff. So they had this is confirmed. Oh, it's the video is re- it's hundred percent. They they declassified it from the Navy. It's hundred percent real. Yeah. It's actually government property, yeah. They declassified. So it's here's like, the guy. You know, I'm astounding. probably the biggest cynic in this Jump room. Switch, yeah. But I hope I I want it to be real. Like I yeah, like yeah. I I want this shit. It would be super cool. I mean, it's a little scary though. Yeah, it definitely is. It's yeah, a little scary. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they have shit that can do that, I mean, yeah. they may just take over our world. I saw somebody say the reason we haven't come into contact with them is because like their example was imagine that we are like ants, because like humans don't interact with ants because they're such like a lower life form. Uh, maybe that's not. probably what we are yeah, yeah but then you think about it why would we be why would we be concerned well like we have we have scientists that study ants we have scientists that study or we go nuts when a monkey is able to use a rock to make a open a coconut or do sign language i saw a monkey yeah. driving a fucking golf cart the other day <laughs> oh it was great. cool uh <laughs> so here's here's this camera if you're just watching this uh you can check it out on youtube this is incentive to go check this out um so this is official U.S. government footage um, that I'm playing right now. I'm going to fast forward uh, to this thing. And this is taken back like 10 years ago, so you can't really uh, – and it depicts it's, – it's got this camera. This is infrared, and it's got all these numbers on it and stuff. You can go check it out. Go to – what's this website called? Go to history.com slash videos, and you can look up the USS Nimitz, and that's the yeah. ship that the, the planes were taken off from. So uh, I'm just going to play this, and I'm going to talk about it if you're just listening to this. So this is infrared video of this Tic Tac, and it's just this little dot in the screen. You can't really tell much detail from it, but this thing, you can tell the the uh, ship right now, or the, the, the it, it'll kind of tell you what's happening at the bottom here, um, and... I can. I'm not the best explanation of most of this, but you can go check this out and or listen to David Fravor on Joe Rogan. Um, but you can t- you can see on this thing, it's like a tic tac looking little shape, and this is from the cockpit of a fighter jet, and it's just tracking this thing. So when you, once they track it, once they get it in between these little lines, they can track it, and once it's locked, the their camera stays on it, like it sticks with it. So. Uh, it stays on it, and when it ever, whenever it breaks those two lines, it means it's 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 going. It's like rapidly shifting directions. So the guy regains lock on it for this this on this infrared camera, and then in like two seconds, it just it takes off at like an unbelievably rapid speed, just out of the camera. <laughs> and then it's gone. Dude, I can't lie. This looks so fake to me. Yeah, I don't. I'm, well, I mean, it, it's from the U.S. government's cockpit of a of a. Well, the one thing we know is the government has never lied to us. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> it Mr. just looks True. so like. <laughs> now I'm hopeful this is real, but Mr. Cooley, I'm on your same page because what the I, hell did that even look like? Could have just been somebody shining a flashlight yeah, with like, a little thing. Well, I don't they, know how uh, I'm supposed to get alien from that video. Uh-huh. Well, they That's they tough. said they they've recovered uh, bodies, right? They recovered the oh, body yeah. of There's a. There's no question. So here's yeah. the, this is another one called the gimbal, and this is another from the cockpit of a a 
uh, fighter jet. This is from. This uh, looks fake too. But if you put in yourself in the, in those pilot shoes and you oh, take their accounts, the out, especially when you're used to looking at things like this and you know something's not right, this not a normal aircraft. Yeah. So to me, that that has more credibility than the video itself. Yeah, is their, their eyewitness testimonies of knowing, like, oh, this is not fucking right. This is something not of I tell our you what, world. If that, if that is the case and you're out in the middle of the fucking nowhere and you see it's that. It's probably a little you, frightening. I'll oh, be yeah. honest, it's <laughs> yeah. really scary. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I believe what the pilot's saying more than the... Because the, I don't understand yeah. the foot. I mean, you can kind of... I mean, but everybody's going to draw a different conclusion right. as we just so did here. So we don't here. have one camera that has, like, regular... Like, that's not infrared. Like, Well, so that's what... that. There's another one uh, that... But like those jets. I'm saying, like, they, they just cameras... No, they don't have regular cameras. They have infrared because that's... It's, Real convenient. It's, it's, more, it's more useful than regular cameras. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's why the, they're having these hearings because they're saying we have all this technology. We have cameras. Uh, the government has cameras. Why? Why is nothing like this ever picked up on a regular camera? So that's hopefully what they're going to come up with in these hearings. But why release it now? That's what's making them say, "Okay, yeah, we did see aliens on the side." Because there's pressure on them now. Yeah, people. Want I mean, answers. people have been saying this for. Well, a lot of your high-level ranking, high-ranking government officials didn't want to release that stuff. Trump wanted to do it, and some of the people in Congress now wanted to. You might as well just get it all out there. I mean, we we deserve to know. All right, <laughs> job out of what that you just pulled up. Look, so here's another one. This is from a drone, and that thing's moving it's across like the sky. Yeah, now that to me looks very uh, like artificial intelligence type thing. I don't know how anything can. That's like something out of Star Wars. So it's just like a little orb that's floating across the sky. And look, this drone is just taking. I don't know what the hell they're doing. And then it comes Can't across the screen. Up. Yeah, comes across the screen and they track it. And it's just this little orb that's yeah. maybe with some kid like kicked a kickball. <laughs> okay, so really for shits far. and giggles, shits and giggles, this That's all comes out, and they verify it, and they do believe that they're, like, what's the next step? That's what I don't get, like, what do contact. we do? Well, they release all this information that's true to real, I don't think my life changes. I don't know, mine like, I, what am I, I, I think everything me? changes. How? Well, what are we going to do? Well, I mean, I'll if, be in next Tuesday talking about it in here. Huh? I'll be in the next Tuesday talking about it on the podcast. You don't think if you learn that there is life more intelligent than us out there well, in the I already universe. I know that there is. Like I, in my head, there you don't know yet. for sure. But like, like it's, it's never been a a flat out fact for you that there are aliens out there in the universe. But in never. my head, like it, I think it is. Like, yeah, but you, you're saying it's out there. You don't know. You are you saying that that you know, or you at least feel for certain that they've been here? Yeah, yeah. Like I would bet my life savings that aliens are real and have been. What here. do you think? Yeah, I agree. Jeff. Um, I, once again, it would be very, it would be, what's, um, mm, uh, ignorant, ignorant. Yes. Thank you. It would be very ignorant for us to think that we're the only, only people. Certainly. So for from that side of things, out of an ignorant side of things, but I'm just a black and white dude. Like mm-hmm. if I can't wrap my head around it and I agree, I mean, I, I think with all the technology we have. I think really it's kind of ridiculous that we can't have a better picture of something like that at the <laughs> end of the day. Um, but you know what? Though, once again, I think it's super cool. But I agree kind of with Tyler, too. Like if we find out tomorrow that there's extra – like we're not flying to them. 
we're not like going in. Hopefully I mean, maybe we do, yeah. but I don't think it changes my day. I'm still getting up and going to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So you yes. got seen. Well, what if you had an alien body right here on the on the table? That would be wild. I mean, yeah, but you still don't think it would change. But does that not? That. No, that does. I mean, obviously, yeah. if it's black and white, and if they, sure. I mean, I would imagine like. I mean, do you think it's safe to say that it'd be no different? Like, if we had, if we were um, a squad and we were getting ready to take over somebody, and one of us was left behind, we're going to try to go get that person. I would right. imagine aliens are the same way. If somebody's left behind, we'll cover his remains. They're going to come yeah. over and try to come get him. Or I'd be pissed. Yeah. So that's Not, another thought think, too. I mean, if you know that these beings are out here that have incredibly, like the, both of the pilots that encounter these things, uh, said. In the government hearing that if those things would turn hostile, the the congressman asked, if they would have turned hostile, would you have had any means to defend yourself? And both of them said flat out no. Like Why, flat though? out no. Why? It had technology that superseded what they had, speed, uh, navigation. It just it flat out was faster, quicker than both of them. And they said there's no way they could have locked anything on. They couldn't have shot it down. They said there was absolutely So that no is sh- scary. Yeah, and that's really so, scary. So, and then another to that point is one of the uh, uh, commander Fravor said when he when I was talking about it moving above the ocean, it said that he said that it looked like there was something underneath of the water, and jokingly he said it seemed it could be that they were prepping the battlefield, prepping mm-hmm. the battlefield. So that's a thought. Don't you think since when President Trump created the Space Force, to me that was a tell that he saw classified stuff and he was certain now that that was. This stuff's real. And I think where it would change my life and everybody that was younger than me would would be, okay, now we literally now have to start developing things to be able to, to defend ourselves. That's my To, to where yeah. it's like, okay, there's no questioning this anymore. It's like another branch of our military, which is why mm-hmm. they created it. Can I ask an ignorant question? Is the United, and this is truly an ignorant question, is the United States that's only so hyper-focused on this? Is there other countries that is focused no, on this? No, I, I mean, Great Britain's incredibly, in, in, in a lot of the European Union, yeah, because I, I don't know if you're familiar, Job, have you ever heard of Nick Pope that used to work for, uh, he used to work in like British intelligence, and he's really into like, um, like ancient astronaut theory and, and things about extraterrestrials. And he basically, um, I think he lives in the United States now, but he would basically say inquiries in Great Britain are like, they put them under the rug immediately. But there are people there want answers too. But they're very guarded with their information there, similar to how we've handled it. So yeah. So I know that at least that part of Europe is, is, okay. is in, into it. Why is it so guarded i guess it's, it's i like think the, because they don't want panic. people to panic because yeah. we've well, seen I, I will say this to defend our government which i don't usually do we saw how people behave during covid with the yeah. rushing out and buying 100%. a toilet paper and all this behavior that was just abs- yeah it would absurd. probably, fu- probably can you imagine the the just the for i don't want to be mean but like there's a lot of unintelligent life on this planet, <laughs> far more yeah. than there is intelligent. And yeah. I'm not trying to put myself up in the top, but I think our group, we at least have brains that function. There's a lot of people that don't, and I just worry about what will happen <laughs> to them. And I, I mean, just drive down to the Warwick Plaza. I mean, you'll see. <laughs> yeah. Point, well, and, and, and Wheeling Island, and, and you'll see. Yeah. Like, the, what were these people? I mean, they can you imagine what know. they'll do? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they did, if they I mean, I, I don't want to know what would happen, but yeah, it would uh, be scary. And then my, I mean, that's, so it's also, it, like you said, would would people freak out or would people be like, because I see like, a, I read a lot of stuff like, like in on TikTok and YouTube and stuff. And a lot of comments are like, well, 
I mean, uh, so what? They exist like that. Like, would would people behave like that, or would and that, which I think the government is afraid of, and they even said it yeah. in the in in a lot of the interviews. It's like they're afraid. Either it's a national security thing where they don't want other countries, or the other big overarching problem. This, and I'll get back to that other point was. If it's not aliens, and I'm not so naive to believe that every single thing that I just showed was an alien. I mean, right, I, I right. mean, but the also the other creepy thing is, what if it's another country? Like, what if that's right. Russia's? Their intelligence is is more advanced than exactly. Us. Yeah. But so, uh, when we talk to uh, um, Major General uh, oh, Sparky yeah, Renforth, yeah, yeah, Renforth, he talked about how important that just how technologies change all this in in the race uh, artificial intelligence whether it's extraterrestrial intelligence or of this world yeah. either way you're right job it's it, yeah. it we need to be ready for it and in on guard and i do i think they've been hiding this stuff for a long time it, i think so too have you ever heard the story about richard nixon and jackie gleason like the, the actor like they went to richard nixon like took him apparently took him to uh i don't know if it was in roswell or where it was somewhere out west to alien autopsies like in gleason like told his wife afterwards like it was the most like real real moment of his life like he that he actually saw extraterrestrial bodies laying on a table now the nixon administration of course denies it because that would have been classified yeah. and, and, mm-hmm. but they were he was like really good friends with the president and they took him there and showed him oh, took yeah, him off wild. the golf course and was like get in the car because I guess Jackie Gleason must have been really interested in this potential extraterrestrial stuff. And Nixon picked him up at a golf course. And it might have been like Arizona. I, I don't remember. New Mexico, Arizona. Yeah. Took him there. And then they said Gleason's wife would like tell her friends like, yeah, he, when he went with the president to there, it like changed him. Like so he was totally different to that from that wow. point forward. So uh, I don't know. Uh, that's but who knows? That thing could have been fake and made out of stuff foam who knows i don't know we'll get off but i believe ufo talks but i want to say this if you're interested at all if you listen to this and you have any interest in uh ufos at all go watch bob lazar and ufos is a documentary by jeremy corbell it's a really cool a really cool interview and Bob Lazar is like the the he's like the man like Like says he foremost expert said he worked on re uh 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 what's it called when you when you take something re regenerate no like uh uh, recreate no you kind of but you take we took their technology we made it our own reinvent uh re-engineer like re-engineer like uh their their craft like he's saying he worked on those he saw crafts he said there's 12 different ones he found this thing called element 13 it's really interesting. Like he's been swatted by the CIA. It's it's mm. it's really interesting. Do you, do you any of you guys watch Ancient Aliens or have you ever heard yeah. of the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name was it's just one of the best he, shows he was is. just on an interview. The, Giorgio, the, the main guy. He was Giorgio Sukalos. Yeah, he was yeah. in an interview with News Nation. Yeah, kind I know of he got a lot. A lot of people wanted to talk to him after last week. But yeah. So with you guys, do you two kind of being on the pro side? Are you pro side or not pro side? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just I'm just not in tune with it at all. I have no fucking idea what's going on. So <laughs> I get it's I not should, interesting. I should people. get. I should. I mean, it's not going to interest yeah. everybody. Other than my, I guess my question to you three: Do you guys, if 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 there is a such thing, do you guys think they're here to harm us or to aid us? I, I don't know if they're sure. I, yeah, I, I think know. I think aid though, because I truly believe there's things on this earth that were built, and it's impossible that we did not have 
extraterrestrial like help or advanced beings. Stonehenge, impossible. The pyramids, impossible. It is impossible. I, it's, to me, it's, it's it, it wasn't possible for humans to have built these by themselves. There had to have been assistance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, if you even look into uh, some of the drawings mm-hmm. and like cave stuff, people were drawing UFOs like thousands of years ago. Yeah. And like with eyeballs coming down and light beams and they probably did, understood less about it than we do. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you look, that's where I would be. That would be my, if I was going to lean on the other side, those would be the selling But it's like, where have they gone though to make, because they yeah, obviously yeah. made that human contact all those years ago. Why are they not doing it now? So maybe they don't know. Maybe and they're afraid quick, of John, us. Before you, I want to hear your answer. Are they our friends? Are they aiding us? Or are they here to fucking take over our world? Um, I don't think either. I, I think they're just sure. like, I think they're just like, uh, by. Yeah, I, I think it's it's like Cooley said. It's like ants. I mean, we don't we're not here to kill an ant. Like if you see an ant, it's just it's an ant. We're curious about them, but we're not. I mean, we're not. We don't hate them, nor do we love them. Feel it's harm, more of like feel, feel uh, threatened by them. Yeah. Uh, uh, one last thing. I'm so sorry. So you're you're. We're, I would imagine we're all God fearing people in this room. Now I'm not saying any of us are Bible beaters, but if we all believe in how our world came about, do you think God made them? Well, that's where you get into a, a really uh, interesting debate. Yeah, I don't know. In, in in religion, like Catholics, like we are, um, they don't want you to believe in that. Like they oh, are very bad, 100%. like strictly against believing in extraterrestrial life. So, I definitely don't do my service to the church in that regard because I totally believe. But um, again, I think I think their people are afraid of what knowledge will do to people and then it makes you doubt your faith because then you know if they're telling you it's not this way and then you start to sway from it i think that it's in the religion's best interest for you not to believe in that is what i'm saying because it's like a business still Mm -hmm. i mean whatever you believe it's still business because they're all making money off of it Mm -hmm. but i yeah that that one's tough for me i i I do i want to say yes i want to say it is and i i want to say Again, like you say, we're naive, we're ignorant for thinking that we would be the only life forms. And, and even in some of the things in the Bible, it gives the depiction that like God tried other things before he made man. Mm-hmm. So maybe those things are advanced in other areas. Maybe our, we socialize with people better. I don't know. Maybe aliens do too. Maybe they have great bonfires. Maybe yeah. there's an alien yeah. version of the pine room. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, that would but be really cool too. I, I think, I, I do, I want to say it's godly created. Yeah, I okay, do. I, I, I just... Again, for my thoughts about what creation is and about how all this was formed, it has there had to have been something. Like, these aliens are the same as us in a way, where even if it's a parallel universe, someone had to have created them. Something had to have created them. So I, I want to I show you where you just mentioned, uh, I think, Matt, did you mention paintings? Yeah, like paintings and cave cave drawings. So check this out. Yes, Uh, that one's an incredible one. Check this little fella out. If you're just watching this, it's called the Madonna. Yeah, Um, And there's a little fella looking up into the sky, and there's just something floating right in the air. So that's that one. And then the other convincing one that I saw was (laughs) uh, this one, and this is called The Crucifixion of Christ. And it's a a three-panel painting, um, and it's a depiction of him... Uh, being crucified with some of his people around him, 
And then if you check out in the upper left and right corner, you see these, which are little capsules. Like, who comes up with that? Like, where would someone have thought of, and what does that signify? The only other logical thing would be angels. That's what some people think. But that's the only other logical explanation. Those look like spacecrafts or some kind of capsule. I wouldn't look at that and say angels. Right, no, I wouldn't either. Just like knowing angels, we were taught angels had wings and stuff. Yeah, Not flying in saucers and little things. No, that is that to me tells me. I mean, maybe they just had the same questions we had, and this is what how they put it down on huh. paper and, and with uh, Jubber. Painting. That's wild, though, dude. Yeah, it's incredible is, discussion. Yeah. Well, Jubber, we have the, the show we're going to create. Yeah, that's we're going to come. Happen. We're going to do some more discussion. But I want to end the show with a hypothetical. Hypothetical All time. Right. Uh, oh. That we'll wrap up and get out of here. I like that. Uh, here is the hypothetical for the day. Let me get this back up, uh, and it is. Here we go. All right. A building is about to collapse, and your wife and your sibling are inside the building. However, your best friend's two newborn twins are also inside the building. Which pair are you going to save if you can only choose one? I hate to say it. So your wife or sibling or your best friend's Your wife and your sibling. Or your best friend's twins. Or your best friend's twins. Oh, fuck. My two best friends are like brothers to me, but when I tell you there is not even a close second, I mean, my family's my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of yeah. where I was going to head with it, too. Yeah. Oh, God. That's tough. I hope Probably, I'm never faced with that Probably one. my friends. Because... Well, you would save your friend's kit? Oh. You let me die? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, what is it again? Go fuck it's it. either your <laughs> wife or your sibling. <laughs> wife and your sibling. Oh, oh. oh. Wife and your sibling, yeah. or your best friend's twins. It's your wife so it's or like, your sibling. Oh, yeah. it's like <laughs> your wife and me, yeah. your wife and me, or Nick's two twins. Yeah, you and the wife. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if they weren't Nick's twins? Nick's not a good example. What if they were Say's twins? Say's yeah. twins, maybe. Say's twins, maybe. That's tough. <laughs> cool like, what do you think? Yeah, I think you got to save your wife. That'd be tough. Because even as much as you would like... Get into it with your sibling. That would be hard enough as it is. And what? I, yeah, I would. What were you yeah. saying? Well, it's like the kid. God. Like they have their whole lives to live with a wife and a or a brother or a sister, whatever it is. They kind of live most, not most of them. I don't know how fucking old they are in this scenario. Right let's now. say you get married to thirty. <sighs> God damn it. Uh, that's tough. I don't know. Well, here's another hypothetical that's on the same lines: is the if your wife is is bearing your child, and unfortunately on the um, delivery table, right? Somebody's got to take the choice. Somebody's got to take the choice, and that happens. And oh, listen to me, yeah. and I, I this sounds horrible too. That's not even a close second. My wife's getting saved. Yeah, I'm I'm I think so too. I, I, think. I think I agree with that because, and, and again, yeah. and you, that sounds so horrible. It but does. That's not it even does, a close and, second, and, and it's no, and it's devastating regardless. But you're you're. You don't have the relationship formed yet with yeah. the. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's well, awful. I mean, it's, it's an awful fault. I guess it's, it's a, ba- a bad way to put it, but I mean, I guess you could tr- try again. You get a second chance, maybe. Yeah. You know? No. I, yeah. Yeah. All I'm, right. I'm just here's that. awful. Awful. Thing. Here's uh, uh, one more, and we'll get out of here because it's getting hot. Is this uh, a dark one? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Ended on a good one. No, no, no. This is no, no, on a happy both, one. No, no, no. So this is called so the far. this is called the uh, hot air balloon dilemma. Oh jeez! Um, this is uh, the hot air balloon dilemma. Asked these students. This is like they. I guess they show this in classrooms and stuff. Like the uh, to dilemma. think about what they value most in life. The dilemma is that there are seven people flying in a hot air balloon, but it is too heavy by one person. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they get all the way up in the air, and it's too heavy by one person, and it's like you're gonna you're gonna die. 
one person needs to get off to save the others, but if nobody gets off, they all crash and die. So you guys need to come up with who is the one that's going to go. Is it the driver of the hot air balloon who is 45 years old and is suffering from depression, a 30-year-old woman who is seven months pregnant with her first child, a 70-year-old retired man whose wife died two years ago, a 26-year-old trainee doctor who committed to a, committed a terrible crime that he has uh, never admitted to, a 15-year-old girl who is paralyzed and will live the rest of her life in a wheelchair, an unemployed 52-year-old man with no family, How many people do we get on this or a 55-year-old scientist who have found the cure to cancer or who may have found the cure to cancer or could have created an illness which is much, much worse, but nobody knows yet. The trials are for treatment to start the next week I'm, after the balloon. Uh, I know, mine for sure. All right, so who, all right, we got the okay. So we got the driver of the hot air balloon, a thirty-year-old woman, who, a pregnant thirty-year-old woman, a seventy-year-old retired man, a twenty-six-year-old doctor trainee who committed a crime, a fifteen-year-old paralyzed girl, a fifty-two-year-old man with no family and he's unemployed, or a fifty-five-year-old scientist who may have found a cure to cancer or a disease that's much. I like worse. how he had to be unemployed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. was very important. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that means he's depressed. Maybe he would just jump out. I, I know. I, know. I, just, I, 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 I got. So, I got so we're my gonna go. Let's too. go around the room. I got. Okay. Let's go around they, the room. Don't don't. Let let's know. not debate. Let's just go yeah, around right. the room, and then we can. Okay. Then we can go. I gotta kill one of these people. You have to throw one of them off, or uh, or you or they all die, or either they uh, all die. Okay, well I'm throwing the dude that committed a crime off. That's what I'm doing. See you later. Yeah. Why guy, would I throw the guy off that? Yeah, guy that killed cancer. But he's never admitted to what it. What was his crime? <laughs> I don't know. It yeah. just says well, what, a what horrible. If he, what crime? if it was fucking Jay? But he's a doctor trainee, so he's a doctor, so he's got value. So I mean, he stole some pills. Well, Maybe. I see, I don't know. But yeah. what horrible if, crime? You said right. A twenty who's committed a terrible crime. Yeah, that terrible he crime. See ya. Yeah, go on. But he's a doctor. I don't, I don't care. Go on. Yeah. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Well, I believe in second chances, so I'm not going right. to automatically throw that guy off. I'm I'm going to try to convince a 70 year old man to jump off. That's actually because his life's miserable. His wife's dead. Join her right now. Here yeah, you go, buddy. Like, yeah. And then the second choice would be the 52 year old guy. He'd be my next pick. Uh, I believe in the guys that have lived longer. I would hope if I was in that spot, I would say, you know what. I've lived seventy years. Yeah. I don't want to die, but I'll do it for the yeah. good of Matt, the group. This is that's like uh, on Dunkirk when they were right. on that boat and Correct. they said one guy's got to yes. get off. Think the, about and then that float. Yeah, oh, and you got the Germans outside yeah, shooting you at got the boat. Bullets going everywhere. Oh man, Jeff, I'm going to give you two answers too. That's where I was going as a seventy year old. But part two to that is I think we all go down and we're all we're all agreed to go up there. Yeah. Why should right. one person have to sacrifice for all of us? Because it sounds to me like they obviously all don't know each other. Oh, yeah, they're all random. You're they're all random people. Yeah. So, what's that? You're a better man than me. Yeah. I'm kicking someone off that <laughs> boat. Getting off. Oh, Unfortunately, I think it would be the fat guy. Whoever's the fattest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's fucking, uh, yeah that here, could be here's my thing. Scale. Here's my thing. And I, 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 number one would be the 70-year-old man. Because yeah. really, he's 70. He's got, I mean. His, oh, and his, his wife just passed. Yeah. And a lot of times, that he destroys yeah. people. So that's got to be the most reasonable one. I don't know why these two are on the doctor side. Well, he's a terrible crime. I'm yeah, a terrible he's crime. Just like he yeah, like but a terrible people. crime could be in, in the crime in the be the eye of the beholder. What if someone broke into a bank and he shot him dead to protect ten other people? Some people would consider that a terrible terrible crime. Yeah, what I if don't. He, what if he just stole just a saying, bunch of money? Just well, playing devil's advocate. On well, I don't know that. I'm, I'm just right, right. We don't have enough data. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so you don't have enough data. So you guys are throwing the doctor off. Okay, so so you guys are both with the doctor. Both a seventy-year-old man, and I'm also the seventy-year-old man. Your second one was the. We'd all go down. 
everybody okay <laughs> jeff's taking everybody matt 52. would be the 52 year old jared what's your second one uh probably the seven year old seven year old yeah i guess here's mine and this is kind of fucked up I mean, if it's the, You're throw the handicap girl i think the paralyzed See, girl no you can't do nah, that. i don't think so i'll be honest i don't think your thought process is wrong because, because I, I mean I, I know i don't want to live my life exactly like yeah don't. it depends on her mental state yeah, to but me. i think i think if, if she was very positive and, and bright i would say no because you can still use your mind you don't need your body no, like your. True. i mean that's i'm true. just saying because yeah, this is worth discussing like, i think you would be fine if your lower half was paralyzed could you do well we she it doesn't say how paralyzed maybe hey maybe she's paralyzed from the neck up well then how the fuck why is she going on that who is with her already who is with her pushing her onto a hot air balloon maybe she wanted to die maybe she's gonna live the rest of her life in a wheelchair how about you throw the wheelchair off that saves everybody Oh, all right. Here's the deal. We got to end on that. It's yeah. a custom made wheelchair, so those fuckers <laughs> yeah. are really yeah. good. Right. That's right. a good point. Yeah. If it's like one of them Stephen Hawking ones with you the joystick, oh, that yeah. wants it for fucking presents. Yeah. 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 All right. Good. Go buy a wheelchair. All right. Hey, we uh, ended on a good note. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Everybody lives. We saved everybody. Yeah. Let's right. try it out. Thank you for listening to episode 69 of the Pine Room Podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed our, our interview in the middle of the show. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, happy Thursday. And until next time, we'll see you here in the Pine Room. Peace. Boop, boop, boop. Go Bucks. Go Orioles.